Hello everyone and welcome to the Game Spoilers Podcast. Uh, my name is Jeremy Bratatich and I will be one of your hosts. Did you say Jeremy Bratatich? I said Jeremy Bratatich. Bratatich. Mr. Palmer, you're getting introduced last now. Oh, to no. my left is June Williams. Hi June. Hello. And in front of me is the rude interrupter, Kerry Palmer. I am last. You are last. Thank you for joining us today. Today we are going to be talking about Edith Finch. Yep. That's not the full name of it. So today we are going to be talking about what remains of Edith Finch. Thank you. Uh, who developed that game, Jeremy? Uh, Giant Sparrow developed yeah, that game. Who published the game, Jeremy? Anamura published yeah. that game. Annapurna. Annapurna. Damn it. Oh, God. I was you so, fucked up. I, I was so like down on that because like I remember when that game got announced, it was originally a Sony game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then something must have happened and they went to Annapura. Annapura? Perna. Annapurna. Annapurna. Mm. Um, fucked it up again. That's when it became... That's your two strikes. You can't make another mistake this podcast. Uh, okay. Oh, just be silent then. <laughs> um, uh, yes, and that's why it became no longer a Sony um, exclusive game. Yeah, because I think they had like a three game deal with Sony. Really? They, okay. They did the Unfinished Swan. Yeah, and Unfinished they got halfway through game. Edith Finch and then Sony pulled the plug. Yeah. Um, and then Annapurna picked them up. Yes. And it's kind of funny that they pulled the plug because the PlayStation version is apparently not great oh. uh, performance-wise. Interesting. Um, I watched a digital foundry video and sometimes the game stops for a good second while it's loading in assets mm. throughout rooms, wow. which was like a little bit rough. Um, That's surprising. Uh, before I hand it over to June, who will be leading the podcast today, where did you Don't all... put that pressure on me. We're too late now. <laughs> uh, where did you all play the game on... I played we, it on PC. Yeah, I think yeah, we, yeah, we all played it on Steam. Yeah. Did how was your performance, June? Yeah, mine was like fine. I didn't have any issues. I thought I might, but my computer was didn't have any issues whatsoever. How was your performance, Gary? Uh, mine was fine. My computer is huh? pretty, pretty good with these things. Right. So yeah, no, it was it was it was fine. I even tuned it like past the recommended settings. Right. I didn't notice anything. My no pro- dips. No nothing. I got sub twenty when the game started. Oh really? Yeah. For how long? Until I turned down the settings. Like, I had to turn everything down to low. So what did it start at? It started at, like, high, I think. And then I put it down to... I put everything down to as low as it could, apart from uh, the resolution and the resolution quality, which is... So, so did, like, did you look at those quality settings for this game? Because not too, not too deeply. I didn't have to. It has a resolution quality setting, which I don't really know what that means. Neither do I. I feel like it's... like Maybe like, that's, like, a super sampling thing. Maybe, but like, uh, I I don't I don't know what it means. Um, Resolutions weird. Uh, and the shadows I had to make look very bad. They were very very blocky for me. Um, <laughs> but it was weird. Was it still pretty? It was okay. Like outside looked not great um, at the beginning. Oh, but really? but w- w- once I went inside, I got then sixty frames. Mm. We, like it was mm. it was real strange. Did um, you did you bump it back up once you were inside? Uh, I, I bumped it up so it would say close to 30. Okay. Um, so I, I made it look a little bit nicer when it was inside, but like it's hard because you go inside and outside throughout yeah, this game. Yeah. Um, have either of you played The Unfinished Swan? I played about 20 minutes of it and thought it was boring and stopped. Right. That was like maybe f- four years ago or something. Though, yeah, so. roughly when it came out. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I, I got it on PS Plus whenever that happened, yeah. and I've played the first like full chapter mm-hmm. twice. Right. And that's it. Like, two years apart. Right. I, uh, I didn't realise that there was going to be so many... I mean, you don't really notice it, but there's so many references to Unfinished Swan in this game. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, according to a Reddit AMA, mm. um, it's uh, canon. 
unfinished one. Yeah, like um, it's, like Milton is yes. the main character. It's clear yes. that yeah, it's directly linked. Yeah, um, I have beaten the unfinished one probably three or four times. Oh wow! Because um, like like I I played it once uh, with a friend and once on my own on PS3, and then I did the same thing when I came to PlayStation Four. Uh, did I, you enjoy it? Yes, Obviously. yeah. I actually really liked Unfinished One. I bought it very soon after Journey, um, oh. and I was kind of on a good, like, you know, small, like, indie kind of hit at that point. Yeah. And that was when I also played Bastion. Right. Nice um, little make you think games. Yeah, like you know, like nice music, kind of you know, not intense really. Yeah. Um, pretty game. Yeah. Unfinished One for the most part. Uh, yeah, okay, so I guess we'll start. June, if you would like to yeah. begin. Narrative us. Narrative us? Yes, take us through the so story of What Remains of what Edith remains Finch. Of Edith, what Remains of Edith Finch That's is your first a, strike. Yeah, sorry. We're going to get two. Um, it's a walking sim um, set in... Where is it actually set? What part of America? Orcas Island, wherever that is. Is that a real place? I don't think it's a real place. Can we Google it? Um, yeah, let me, just, let me just do a clickety-clack. Yep. Um, and you play as Edith Finch, mm-hmm. and she's 17, and she hasn't been back in this house until since she left in 2000, no, when she was 11. Yes. Mm. So it's been six years since she's been yes. in this house. Yes. yes. So that was 2011, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, Orcas Island is an island in Washington. Washington. Okay. Hmm. Is, that so where, is that where Giant Sparrow is? Oh. Uh, new, new Google search? <laughs> um... And you start the game in as you're walking through the forest, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, and there's missing people posters like all over the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you get the narrative and the 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 subtitles, I guess, pop up on the screen in the environment. Yeah, yeah. And that's the first taste you get of that. And you know, there's there's one that I was like, that's really cool. Where you they're they're sitting on the gate. Yes. And you open the gate and they scatter. And like that's the sort of first taste you get of like how they're going to tell a story. Just before we keep going, did you um, you want to bring up the main menu or the very beginning? Yeah. Cause... So so the main menu is the family tree that hasn't been filled in properly. Yeah. Like the, the drawings that's got um, Edith's picture at the top, um, and that's it, right? I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like, but you're sitting on a boat, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you are. You are too. I tried to play with a controller to start with, and I was trying to figure out how to open the book with a controller. You can't play it with a controller. So, oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you can't play that game that, with a controller. That, that's weird, because it's yeah. on a PlayStation also. Well, you can't play it with an Xbox controller on the wow, PC, okay. <laughs> I guess. I'm not sure. Because, right. um, yeah, none of the buttons actually open the book at the start. So I was like, how the fuck do you play this game? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no, but like it, you have to move the thumbstick right to open the book. Mm, yeah, okay, maybe it was that then. Yeah. Well, so, okay. so when you opened the book at the very beginning, did you use arrow keys or did you use the mouse? I used, I used the mouse. Right. Um, I, I was using... You were using control at that point? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I found there were there were a lot of really neat tactile mechanical things for when you were interacting with books or locks or doors yeah. or windows. Where I love like, how they... you've got it and you got to, like, open the door. you got to, like, push it. It felt like um, some early Wii games, like Metroid Prime 3, where yeah. it was, like, you got to put your arm in the thing and, like, turn and pull out and push and pull the levers over and out and stuff like that. I, I actually really enjoyed how tactile that was. I love how they do this in these sort of games. Like a lot of walking sims do it, where yeah, you have to, you're the one turning the lock and you're the one pulling out the tabs and you're the one that's doing all of this, and it feels like you're actually interacting with the environment better than you would do if you were just clicking it. Yeah, right. Totally. Totally. It feels more direct. Yeah. I actually thought there was a little bit too much of that at some points towards the end. Um, like if you were uh, spinning um, something, so like the sensitivity felt 
like I, I, like it, it, I don't think it was a mouse thing because the sensitivity throughout the rest of the game was fine, but it was like I would have to spin the mouse like too much, and I would I don't know like like it, it sometimes it took longer than I thought. Um, sometimes like closing, towards the end mainly. Sometimes closing um, the like once you see memory and you write you draw the picture of them. Sometimes closing the book, I had to like do like a couple of swipes with the mouse yeah. to get it to close. But like yeah. that's sort of the only issue that I yeah, had. With that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's because it's not like a direct one to one action. Like it, again with that Metroid reference. Um, because what it's doing is it's looking for us like enough of a movement that it like begins the animation. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's not it, and basically so I, I think that's just so you it's not mapped to your mouse and then you go like that and then so it's just like, you know, like Carries jerking it around yeah, and throwing it everywhere. Yeah, making a lot of hand movements there. And arm movements more than my head. <laughs> um, I don't open windows with my head. Yeah, so you walk through this house and you can't get in the front door, so you go around the side and you crawl in through the doggy door. Um, and the first thing you see is a kitchen. Yes. No, you go through like the, the garage, garage, but there's nothing in the garage to really look at. Yeah, yeah, the, really. the, yeah. There's just another door. Just yeah. scene setting. Um, and you go into the kitchen, and it starts to tell you about the people that live there. You see pictures on the fridge, and you see the cans from the the cannery, the salmon cans. Yeah. Yes. And um, the Chinese takeout, and she goes into the background. And it's like you know, no one else will deliver here, and like the, yeah. you see a whole bunch of that rubbish. Mm. As the game goes along, mm. a lot of cans and stuff like that. It gives like a little taste of like who lived here. Yep. Um, and also like the last people who lived there too. Yeah. And a- everything, everything is just left. Yeah. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Everything's just left scattered as, you know, no- nothing was touched since they left. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't pack up much. They just dumped it. And yeah. In that first um, opening setting, did either of you look down at the character model at all? No, no right, I didn't okay. do that once, actually. Do you see that she's pregnant? Yes. Okay. And, oh, wow. and like, so, like, when that... I mean, like, it wasn't really much of a reveal. They kind of just, like, they just brought it into the story. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about that when we get to Molly's room. But... Yeah, totally. Um, it was, like, I was like, oh, so she is pregnant. It's not just a odd-looking character. Mm. Oh, yeah, because at one point she starts... The first tip-off for me was one point where she was, like, talking about giving a book to someone when she's, when she's directing the notes that she's writing yes. to someone. She's like, oh, and I wanted you to see this, but I don't know. But I was like, who the hell is she talking to? Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, then they just kind of like drop it in there. It's like, oh! Yeah. Um, so you, you walk through the house and you realise that all of the bedroom doors have been sealed off and you can only see through the peepholes and you get an example of what the people that lived in that room were like through the peepholes of the doors. Yeah. I found that so... Creepy. I was like, <laughs> who the hell nails all of the doors shut with, like, these weird little, really, like, ornate wooden furnishings yep. and then corks the doors mm. all the way around the edges? It was like... And then leaves that, everything in its place inside. I know. Like, that was... I saw that. I was like, that is messed. Mm. The Finch family are fucking strange. Mm. Yeah. They are very odd. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and you, you're looking through all these peepholes, so you get an example of what those rooms are like. And then you walk into Walter's room, and he's got the C room, and there's nothing in that room. You can get it's the only room that you can get into, mm. um, the only bedroom that you can get into, and it's um, it's really pretty. The lights coming through the window, and there's dust particles everywhere, and it's um, it looks like you're underwater. It's really pretty. That's, yeah. That was probably one of my favorite rooms. Yeah, it had nothing in it. Um, and you've actually no before that you try and unlock the. Did anyone actually try and unlock the basement? Like, go into the basement. Yes. You I mean, I, I tried to open the door and Edith was like, Mum doesn't want me going yeah. into the basement. Yeah. Either. So, 
Yeah, and then, so you realise you can't go in there, and that's sort of the only other place you can go, is Walter's room. Yeah, you sort of hang around the, the lower areas, which is the kitchen, and the dining area, and the lounge room. And there's nothing really in there, there's just a couple of They talk about the old say. house, like, she says, um, the fireplace is from the original house. That's and you're right. like, yep. oh, there was an original house? What are you talking about here? Um, did you crank the ballerina music box? Yep. Yeah. Did. Yeah. Did. Do you know if you can open that before? I, I don't know. pretty distinctly remember it stopping the animation okay. once it clicks. Right, okay. I mean, that makes sense just to keep yeah. the narrative cohesive. Mm. Um, and you put the key into a, a closed, a locked book um, and it opens up into a passageway. Yeah, this key into... that, like, that Edith's mum was like, I want you to have this for some reason. It was like, I know, I can't remember why... Dawn supposedly gave Edith the key. I don't know, actually, just when she died. Yeah. It was a really kind of vague opening. Mm, yeah, mm. it really was. Like, I wasn't really... Like, it didn't grab me straight away. It, it took me a little while for me to grab me in this, into this game. I, I love this kind of game, so it got me straight away. Right, okay, died. right, gotcha. Walking Sims are my favourite. Um, and, yeah, so you crawl through the space um, and... There's pictures on the walls from Milton, and Milton's drawn on the walls and stuff like that. That's right. That's right. So Edith you, says it was clear that Milton had been here been before me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you crawl into Molly's room. Uh, Molly's the ten-year-old girl. Um, from like 1940. Yeah, she's it's one. Of, like she's one of the. Hang on, I've got the tree here. Edie and Sven's first child. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Molly was on the boat. Yeah. With, Molly right. was the only child who was on the boat. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember what you pressed to get her... I think it's the diary, her diary. Yeah, yeah, she had um, a note. Yeah. Yes. Talking and, about that night. And she talks about how she dies, basically. Yeah. Um, she eats gerbil food, she eats toothpaste, she eats berries. berries. And there's one more thing that she eats, I can't remember. Are they like mistletoe berries? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's how... She hallucinates, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I didn't realise this, because I actually didn't eat the berries. So oh, right. I just, oh, I just okay. ate the gerbil food and the toothpaste, and then I climbed out the window. Um, so I was like, why? You wouldn't get, like, hallucinated poison. Did anyone else, like, grimace when she, like, got that whole yeah, tube? Was like, and was just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And was like... I, like, I, like, didn't... I didn't even want her to eat the gerbil food. I was like, no, thank you. I, I was... I was so scared she was going to eat the gerbil. <laughs> and so well, did, did you, did I just you... saw... I just saw pet cages. I was like, don't eat the goldfish. <laughs> don't eat the gerbil. And I went over and was like, oh, it's a carrot. It's okay. It's a um, brown carrot. Did you go over to the fish? I no, did, I didn't. but I didn't, I didn't think there was any way to interact. Oh, yeah, like, it says, um, I thought about eating the fish, but I thought against it at the last moment. Oh, so right. she was fully going to eat that goldfish. Yeah. Um, and so you climb out the window, and you're chasing this bird, and you turn into a cat. And then you chase the bird, and then you turn into... What a jumpy cat, by the I way. I know, it was quite fun. I actually really enjoyed the mechanics. Mm. Like, it was cool that they just had, like, a button that makes you jump towards the next, like landable surface mm. yep it was really easy but also really fun yep you fall out of the tree and you turn into a, an owl right That's yeah, the owl. yeah and then yes. you eat the rabbits from the ground which was sad which was sad yeah like that and then you eat the mama rabbit and she's talking this entire time about how delicious they taste and how this this like 10 year old narrator yeah and how good they taste and how much she just wants to eat things and it's like this is just really disconcerting like i'm, yeah. I'm very uncomfortable about it was this very uncomfortable and the noises anyway and then so like that rabbit was like too big or something yeah, yeah and like, she was choking and then she turned into was it the shark after that yeah yes the shark that like fell yeah down and the, the, 
just like rolling down the mountain until you get into the water. This really strange, like just shark physics rolling down a hill, <laughs> going over a road and a car stop. It was like I was playing this like, what is this game? Yeah. Like this is so not at all what I was expecting. Um, and you chase seals and you eat the seal. That was sad. Also. Yeah. Yes. And then you turn into this monster thing where you only really I thought it was an eel or something to start with, but it's yeah, actually so just I. a tentacle of like this monster. Yeah, it's like a miscellaneous octopus. Yeah, and it's, it's makes the worst noise. Um, and you eat these people on the boat. Um. And then, like, full of grab the people while they're yeah. standing up. And, yeah. you know, meanwhile, this 10-year-old girl is still talking about how good they taste and stuff like that. Um, and then you are put back into Molly's room on the floor as this as this monster still. And you go under the bed and then you're back as Molly. And then Molly's writing in the journal saying, like, I don't know how much longer. I think it's waiting for me to fall asleep. Yeah. I think I wrote down what she says at the end here. Something about holding her breath, um, I believe. Oh, no. All I said was Molly's sequence is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're not wrong. And then that's it. That's all you get. Oh, and no, she says, but we both know I would be delicious. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. It's so weird. I think um, having that as the first sort of death that you, you come across is like, what is, like, are they all going to be as fucked up as this? Yeah. Like, the thing that got me was that, just like me guessing, I was like, what actually yeah. happened? So I didn't know that she hallucinated until I looked it up afterwards, because this is the only game on this podcast yeah. that I've actually looked up things for after playing right. before I talk about it, um, just because I, I really wanted to know what the deal was with this. Um because I think a lot of the, a lot of the other deaths were left quite open ended. Yeah, um, sort of. Yeah, well, some of them. Some of them were pretty clear. But yeah. yeah, yeah. And she she ate the berries and the mix of the fluoride from the toothpaste and the berries made her hallucinate. Yeah. Um, and she poisoned herself in her sleep and died. Um, but still had time to write that note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and. After that, you crawl through... So, just before we keep going to the next room, yeah. did you notice that in the room there was, like, references to each of the creatures she becomes? No, actually. So, there's oh. an owl mask on the door. There's a jellyfish on the bed. There's a jellyfish on the bed. Um, there's a cat on the window, if you actually look out the window. Mm. Oh, I remember when coming out of it, there is a cat out the window. Yeah, uh, yeah after, after you, like, it's not there at the start, but when you finish yeah, the when story, you finish it's it. out there. That's right, it's meowing. Um, and I think there's a... There's a there post- shark somewhere. I think there's a poster with a seal on it, I okay. think. Mm. Um, but yeah, because I noticed the owl mask. Like, that's a really looking owl mask. That makes so much sense. Yeah. With why there's... Why she sees those things. Yeah. Because the, the she's literally room. seeing those things yeah. and, like, stimulating her. Yeah. Um, and then you crawl out the window because you've seen how to do it now. So, you, yeah, you crawl yeah. out the window and you climb into You're Eddie. crawling on that, like, full, like, trellis. Yeah. Thing. You crawl into Eddie and Sven's room. And you, you crawl through the window and there's bird cages hanging and there's portraits of the birds that have died in them. Yeah. And it's, like, clinking and stuff like that. Um, also very eerie. Very eerie. I feel like now's a good time to point out as well that... Um, it sort of made me. That was this was the moment when the first time that uh, Edith drew Molly's picture, that I saw that everyone on the family tree except for Edith had a date of death. Yep. And right. It was like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think at this stage I was, um, the house. I don't know. Obviously, that all died. That all died in the house. The house was cursed. Mm. It, it really felt like it really felt gone homey to me in this. Oh. Like from here, like here on out, I was like, this just this really feels like gone home. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just because like nothing. There's no jump scares. There's nothing like that. But it is really spooky. And I get that. I get that feeling too. And uh, and a lot of that I felt was because of 
the house itself, because Gone Home is a house about locked doors and secret passageways and uncovering a mystery, except there's no outside, basically. Yeah. Okay. It's a smaller house. It's right. like a denser house. Um, so, yeah, no, I, 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 could, I, I felt Gone Home all over this game. Mm. Right, like, I, I haven't played Gone Home, so is that, like, yeah. is that roughly what the... Is, is it a similar sort of... The house is more standard, average, middle American suburban. In, in Gone Home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, less, way less artistic, and right. it's not it's like not the doors are corked shut or anything. Yeah, and I feel like in... Um, there's no, there's not as much individuality, obviously, in every room as there is in this, because this is about the people that lived in there. Yeah. Mm. I guess Gone Home isn't much about that. No, like, it's what about happened. The family. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you climb into Edie and Sven's room. I, I can't quite remember what happened here. That's right. No, she's got a, a wooden carving of Milton before he died saying that, like, you know, um, Edie was preparing for something to happen to him and she'd yeah. already written, like, the... Uh, was born and was waiting for the death date. Yeah. Um, oh, there's also Odin's little... Um, it's like the, the history clicky thing. Uh, what are they called? I don't know what they're oh, called, but those um, old 90s things where you put, you put the, the, the... The film in the top. Well, it's not film. It's like a... It's like a disc that yeah, has... It, it, with, with pictures on it, then you look at light and yeah. it comes through. Yeah. And it talks about the house. That's right. It talks about how they got there. Yes. And how the house... They brought the house from... Where were they originally from? Germany? Sweden? Sweden, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't remember. Something like that. And they brought the house over the seas and hmm. it crashed along the way. And they built a new house and they built the graveyard before they built the real house. Yeah. Which is yeah. pretty telling. That's right. And Odin, Odin went down with the, with the house. In yeah. The yes. Yeah. And Sven built, built the house again. Yeah. So it was just, it was just Sven, Edie and Molly. Molly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you crawl, you go into, um, the bathroom. Yeah, and the, the bathroom's the, bright pink. The pink. The pink bathroom. And carpeted. And carpeted. Which made me... <laughs> I think that was the most uncomfortable part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> imagine getting out of that shower and putting wet feet on that pink carpet made me very uncomfortable. Imagine how much like, it would smell after a while. It would be awful. Um, and you put your key into a book on top of the toilet. Mm. And you pull out all the tabs. And you're the one pulling out the tabs because you're using that mouse movement again. Yes. Which was sick. Which was cool. I really yeah, that enjoyed was very that. Cool. And there's like three or four tabs and you're pulling them all out. Um, and then you go into the back where um, Sven's photo. That's right. It was photo, a dark room. It was a dark room, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you crawl through and you go into Sam and Calvin's room. Did you notice that later on when you're in the photo um, when you're in Sam's death and he's uh, got the camera, mm. um, in his room is a photo that you see in the dark room. I did, I did. That no, that I selfie that. one that he yes. takes in the mirror? Yeah, yeah. There's one he takes in the mirror, which you see later on, which I thought was a cool little cool. Um, tease for future. Mm. Um, Sam and Calvin's room, and their room is, is half... It's quite a small room, and it's half split. One side yeah, Sam's and one side Calvin's, because they're twins. Um, and Calvin's side is um, space, like astronauts, and Sans is army mm. and hunting and shooting. Yeah. Um, and there's a rope, a red rope in between it. Um, that. Um, yeah, almost like a Dawn? museum sort of. Uh, yeah. Mm. Did they say Dawn roped that off, or was it Edie that roped it off? Uh, I don't think it matters. I don't that think much. it would have been Dawn because that was. But Dawn's the one that put the 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 people the, the seal the door shut, so you'd think that she'd also do something like that. But it doesn't. It doesn't matter anyway. No. Um, and you can't really interact with Sam's side. No. Um, really. And Sam, 
Sam um, died after Calvin. Well after, he had yeah. a whole yes. life. So Calvin died when he was 10 or 11, I think. I didn't get uh, the actual... 11. 11. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because you can see on the door is their height cut, and on one side it stops after a while. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Didn't that's, notice like, harrowing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you climb up into, like, the astronauts... What do they call it? Like, the control... Mission command, control? The command centre. Yeah. And it's yeah. across the bridge that's over the top of the bed. Their room was really cool. I would have loved that really as a kid. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you... You see a note... Well, it's like a memorial yeah. for him. Um, by is it by Dawn? It's inside. No, it's by Sam. Calvin's yeah, helmet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's by Sam. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's inside Calvin's helmet, and it's like how he how he wanted to remember his brother. Yeah, yeah. and it's about flying, and you're transported to um, this scene when you're sitting on a swing. Yeah, from Calvin's point of view. From Calvin's point of view, and you've got a cast on your leg, and it's signed by Walter, and it's it's like there's a whole bunch of signatures on it. Um, and you see Sam as a kid looking out over um, over the sea. I can't remember if you saw. Do you see the old house in that? I'm sure. Uh, I'm you sure can you probably would have. see it because that's the same view. Because yeah. that's yeah. it looking it out the back. View. Yeah, like, I, I didn't. I've got I a didn't, photo over here. You can see it. I didn't know this. I didn't know what it was there though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you told much about that the house was still there at that stage. No, no, not really. When I was out there at night, I'm like, what, what is, is flashing like? out there? <laughs> what is it? Um, and you have to um, use the back and forth and the click button to get your momentum so you can yeah, swing like, higher. like on a swing. Like a swing. And you've got to, you know, stretch your legs out, pull them back again, mm. press the button to lean back. Like, Did anyone else actually start getting, like, the, the belly feeling? Like, yeah, the swing belly yeah. feeling? Like, I, I felt really sick while through, while through that just because I wasn't getting the motion when I was expecting it. Oh, right. It's, it's um, very cool. I really liked how they, how they yeah. made you do that. And you know what's going to happen. You know he's going to fall off the swing because yes. it said, like, you know, he wants to fly. Yeah. Um, and the higher you get, the more story you're getting from Sam's perspective, like the poem of like how he wants to remember. Yeah, and you slowly start hitting the branches. and Yeah, yeah um, and his feet start skidding on the ground yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and then you that was really get dark. tied up in the tree and it um, flings you off. Eventually, yeah, you start doing the, the 360. Yeah. Which I thought was, that was, that was really cool. That was like, oh, wow, this yeah. is just going to keep going. You do hear, um, is it... Edie's voice. It's got to be Edie, yeah. Edie's voice calling him in for dinner. So Calvin yes. actually, sorry, Sam, Sam actually in. leaves and leaves um, Calvin there. And Edie's like, I'm not going to tell you again. Come on. Yeah. Um, and people say that um, maybe he couldn't get off the swing because he had the cast on his leg. So All that's right. why he couldn't get off and had to fly off. Okay. And that's how he died because he couldn't, he didn't have, I don't know, his leg was broke. Um, or maybe the wind just took him. It also mentions that um, after their sister Barbara's funeral. That's right. Um, so, like saying, you know, that they shouldn't be scared of anything anymore. And I think that's why he was kind of getting a little bit reckless right. um, yeah, with, with his swinging. Well. Yeah. yeah. This um, something here that I wrote was the end of um, Sam's poem once. Calvin's actually flying out into this, in, like, off the cliff. Um, and it was like Sam saying, but this is what I choose to remember of my brother, the day that he made up his mind to fly. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. And it was like, oh. Yeah. Well, that's what I found. Oh. This game, it never painted deaths in, like, a scary or, like, um, I mean, it did, but, like, nothing was really, like, 
bam, they're dead. Like, it was like, it, like you know, even when he's falling, you don't fall into rocks. Like, you, it just sort of fades to black, I think, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, they don't, they, they barely even show him, like, descending. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a, it is a, this whole thing is the perspective of him flying. Um, and I'm glad even about though that. you know what happens. Because I didn't want to see the perspective of an 11-year-old no. um, dying. Mm. Like, I think that they do that pretty well through this entire game. It's like, well, yeah. this game is about their deaths. It's never never explicitly... Uh, th- that's not really what makes it scary about it, I guess. Mm. Mm. Um, anyway, so you see this, and then you uh, exit this... How do you get out of this room? I can't quite remember. Next room is... It's yeah, it's that's right. You crawl underneath, and you crawl under the the um the bookshelf with the wine in in. That's right. The so that's when yes. you can sneak back out into yeah. the house. Yeah. So that's the little checkpoint, and then you can go into Barbara's room, which is like the the Star Child's room. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't have all that much written about Barbara's because I didn't really care about her as much as the other people, I suppose. Yeah, this was interesting. This was like yeah. the horror story, like the it, horror comic. Yeah, it was written like a pulp story, like a very yeah kind of 70s, like, schlocky like goosebumps. thing. Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. What was that? What was that, um, that show on ABC in, like, you know, early 2000s? Tales from the Crypt or whatever it was. Yeah... Yeah, it had, like, a cinema at the start of it, and yeah. there were, like, spiders climbing everywhere in this creepy narrator. It reminded me of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you tell, you're told her story through this comic book, um, mm. and you play out some of the parts, but it's all... Um, it's, like, cel-shaded. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, like, you know, comic book style, and you play as Barb in some parts. Um, anyway, she dies at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the way she dies is kind of strange, and I... Mm. I couldn't see much about it online. It's like, uh, obviously, there weren't real monsters. It's very unclear. It's very yeah. unclear. Um, it's very unclear. Is it? Is it that... Um, so, she keeps the crutch of her boyfriend, and then he goes missing. Did he come back and, and kill, kill her? her? Yeah. Was the it's, hook man real? It's said that um, he was constantly... He, he didn't really care for her outside, because she was he was her number one fan. Yes. And he didn't care for her outside of... Just being uh, her agent, I guess. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. Totally. Like throughout the whole thing, he's just saying, you know, get your screen better. Yeah, it's just. So I'm wondering, maybe he did come back and did hit her to try and get that screen out, yeah, her or something like that, maybe. Yeah, or maybe um, that and then he that like news broadcast about the Hookman was real, and that why like, Calvin was so not Calvin. Who was who was actually? Uh the boy. Walter. Was it Walter? Walter that's yeah. right. Why was why like something must have fucked Walter up. I mean, but like, how did Barbara die? Did but was Barbara the one who fell over the rail? Was did yeah? Like, did Barbara go down into the into the basement and use a circular saw or something that Sven had cut himself on, which is why no one else was home. Like, yeah, it's very unclear. I beat the shit out of that house with that crutch. By Me the way. too. I wanted ev- <laughs> I wanted everything to move, and and like a few things did move, like the chair that's hanging from the ceiling. You could, oh, the egg chair. Yeah, you could beat the shit out of that. <laughs> it was flying around the room. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was fun. that was pretty good. It was awesome being in the basement as well because all of the cleaning products were yes. very colourful. It was just and the pool cue. The, the pool table, and you can hit every single one of those pool tables. You get pool. you get an achievement if you do that. I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I, I didn't get that. Um. So Jeremy's got to go back. This this yeah. is probably the part that scared me the most, like going into the basement in this comic book style. Oh yeah, um, because it was dark. Yes, it was so dark. I had to turn my brightness up at this stage. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I didn't actually hit anything because I just wanted to get this fucking comic book thing out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, and then anyone else want to say anything about 
I mean, it just was. It was. It's, re- it's really vague. Um, I feel like this is the one that's the most vague, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from Milton's, but I haven't played Unfinished Swan, so. I mean, like, Milton's not mentioned by name at all in the unfinished one. Um, But, yeah, like, the the, I I liked the different um, kind of fields of view you would get with the different comic book panels, but Mm -hmm. apart from that, it was just kind of a little... Gimmick. Yeah, like, it it felt like a um, new Wolfenstein aside mission. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that that got me, and and it only made sense with what Eva said at the end about what Evie said for Barbara, which was that... She wanted to be remembered. That's right. And That's maybe why this is why yeah. Edie kept that comic because she was remembered. And oh, they said at the end that she like the only thing left was her ear or something. I don't know, man. It was weird. The narration was also like really good in that bit. Like it With was the pumpkin man. Yeah, the pumpkin yeah. man. He was. He had a really good creepy schlocky voice, <laughs> yeah. which I very much appreciated. I felt it was a little over the top, but I also didn't want to be spooked. So maybe that's just me. <laughs> Um, yeah, so after Barb, you climb back into the main house, and ah, uh, that's right, you know where the key is now for the basement. That's right, you're just in the that section. Book, yeah. And you wind the key on the music box and take the key out and go into the basement. Um, this, is also, this also scared me because, you know, you'd seen the basement in this. What if the pumpkin this... man is down there? Or the hook man? <laughs> You've seen this basement in the comic book, and it's scary in the comic book. But, um, this and, was just sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is when you find Walter's Yeah, bunker. so uh, you... I can't remember how you open the refrigerator. Oh, you just open it. Is it just... Yeah. I'm just going to pull on it, and then it's like a passage. Yeah, and this, this scared me also because it was like... Um, it's where they stole all their old food and stuff like that. Um, also, who built that? Who built this nuke bunker? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who built this fucking house? Yeah, I know, A right. guy lives on a boat on top of the house... Um, and yeah, so you're going down. You find Walter's room, and Walter's moved down here after the death of Barbara, because um, he's he's a little bit he, he's scared of the curse. Mm. So he, yes. he goes under the house and doesn't want to leave. Yeah, the so he's just staying safe. And he lives here for thirty years. Um, every day eating a can of peaches. <laughs> eating peaches every day. Who eats peaches like that? Also, like <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the mushrooms. Banana. They look like stewed mushrooms. <laughs> look like the banana and sea of thieves. It just goes down your gob hole. <laughs> your gob hole. Gob hole. Um, and finally, he decides to. Why does he decide to leave? Because it's been like thirty years. He, he just, just says one day it's to been enough. It. He's he's no longer scared. He spent so much time being, and he's just bored is like what could possibly happen i just mm. want to see the sunrise so he climbs down the passageway and, and uses a, sh- a shovel or whatever it is to break through yeah he's... and onto the train tracks and dies fucking immediately but the way they did it was so nice though he he's looking up he's too enraptured in the the light and the scenery and yes. the forest that he doesn't notice a train coming yeah and he dies broke my the heart train. broke yeah. my heart he was like i was like it doesn't matter if if i'm only alive for another year or another month, or a, a week. A single week. I just want to see the sun again and feel the wind. And he's just looking up, and it's just, and the train comes, and it's like, oh, oh, my heart. It was so, it was so sad because he got exactly what he wanted, just yeah, for a second. And like, I think, like, I think, based on Barbara's section, this section, like, I, I couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't because. I like. I think this is just part of the game. It's not. It's not actually vague. But when I turned around, and like as, as soon as I got um, to the outside section, 
as Walter, I turned around and the train tracks led to a wall. So I thought mm-hmm. that it wasn't like an actual train and something else had happened to him, but it's totally just a it train. Seems, it seems kind of strange because I live on an island. Like, why would there be a train on an island? Yeah, in the totally. First place? I, I'm, I'm, when I looked it up before, I've got the map here still. It's relatively big. Okay. The island. Relatively big. And I don't know whether there ever were train tracks on it, but. Um, um, oh shit, there's a state park here. I don't know if that's a walking track or a train track. Uh, you mean anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking at the, the map of Ox Island. Um, and you... So you followed the, the path that Walter took hmm. down. I don't know, Anthony, you see where he's... Um, he's cracked through the wall and you climb out onto the train tracks and you see his little memorial. Yeah. Um, and I had, walk. like, the... There was, a, like, a, a hat yeah. and... And a little train and stuff. That's right. And, it, like, they also say that... Uh, Edith was never told that Walter was down there. Yeah. yeah. Which down there the whole time until 2005. Which rose my creep levels all the way up again because yeah. I'm like, this that's a really like there's literally a man under the house. Like this is... your uncle lives under the house for 30 years. That's a fucking strange. Yeah. Like I mean, it's a strange circumstance, but also that's weird not to tell someone that they're living down there. I know. Once uh, again, the Finches are a strange bunch. This they is, this very is a much are. Full of people who don't know how to understand their history and just how to be yeah and so you follow the train tracks and it leads to a cliff and you can't really get around so you yeah, go back and down the, to and the, the train beach. tracks are like deprecated now yeah. and they're not they're not working anymore and um and so you follow the path around down to the beach and you walk up um and to sort of the back of the house and you climb up the yeah you climb up the tree the tree house and you climb onto the roof and this no, is where no, this is where yet. no no there's a there's a scene on the beach Right? Oh, does beach? that happen? No, that happens. That happens in the. That happens in the house. The Which... scene with um, like Sam's step. The kite scene. Yeah. No, that happens later. Oh, okay, my yeah, bad. Yeah, um, that's later. And so then the cemetery is next. No, no, the cemetery is later too. It, it's the hunting section with the camera. Yeah. So, so you climb up onto. I thought. I thought you. I thought you went from the from the train tracks onto the beach, to the cemetery. Mm, no, because no. you don't know half the rest of the, you have, don't know half the family yet. Yeah, the cemetery is quite close to the end. Before you, before you see, it's actually before you go up and see. Um, Milton. Milton's. Yeah, because yeah. because you go from the cemetery, then you then you climb up a tree branch onto the roof. Or I thought something. that's when you do. That's that's what I thought that was now when you do Sam's. But that's when you get into Sam's. You, you go from the, the cemetery to, to the treehouse to Sam's room. Yeah. No, to the cemetery. Maybe it is. Doesn't anyway, matter. doesn't matter. Maybe it is a cemetery. It's um, a very complex little area to go we'll, through. We'll, we'll just make sure we talk about each of those sections. Yeah. So say if it was a cemetery now, you see this is where you see the house, and you you go into the um you see through the looking. That's right. Path, you can, and oh. you see the house. Oh yeah, yeah. And you um, can see there's that those statues of Odin looking out with like the spyglass, yeah. and yeah. Sven and Edie like horrified because yeah. he's standing on this the the bottom the top of his house. Looking out of there, like, no, come back. Yeah. Ugh. Um, he kind of, yeah, he kind of looks like a god, almost. Yeah, very large. Um, and... Well, his name's Odin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I... The When I found out that that was the house, I was like, that would... Like, that just added so much, like, sadness to the whole story, because, like... That's the reminder of how they got here. That was so sad to begin with. The very beginning of this place is with a, is with a death, which was and the whole reason they were moving. I've got it said here. Said here. This is a quote from Odin's like um, Polaroid flicky thing. 
It says, Odin sets sail with his family and his house, hoping to leave the curse behind. Yeah. And out there in the ocean with this blinking red light... That's the curse. ...is the curse. Yeah. It's yeah. the reminder. So you, you see this house on... on then it's got the, the red light, and mm. you walk back around. Say, say let's just say this is Sam's room now. This is the order that I have it in. I'm not mm. sure. Yeah, uh, like, like, this is the order I'm, I'm looking through the okay, website cool. also. Yeah. Can I also... Did you want to say anything about the cemetery? Yeah, I just wanted to mention the, the pets bit that Edith says, where oh, yeah. um, the pets made her more uncomfortable than the humans did. Because she killed three of them herself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, two of them. Two of them. Yeah, it? it was two hamsters. Yeah. Yeah, she had three of them, and two of them were her fault. Yeah. She said, um... Up. Yeah, <laughs> and each of the tombstones had a like a little object on them, which represented their their yeah. people. Did you go to Walter's one? Because that was like a rock with a hole in it. Yeah, well, you I didn't... could move up to it and yeah, like, oh, zoom yeah, in, yeah, and then it. and then you just see this little mini figure of Walter like looking out to the sun. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I that, didn't that, notice that. That. that was that was a that was a really sweet one. Mm. Um, yeah, Milton had a crown. Um, yeah, Calvin and... had a rocket ship. Yes. So you climb up the house, and I think this is where she says, "Like, I wish I wasn't twenty-two months pregnant." That's right. Yep. This is this is the first, this is like the the stage that I realize that she oh she she's fucking pregnant. Yeah, she's seventeen years old. Yes, I, I thought that too. I was like, how 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 yeah. how? <laughs> um, also, stop climbing on things when you're pregnant that far. Yeah. <laughs> also, like you might kill two people with that. Totally. And so, like, as soon as yeah, as soon as she said this, I'm like, oh, this, she's gonna slip and die. Yeah, totally. That's just, like that's just it. She's gonna slip and die. Yeah. The um. It sort of reminds me. I this is very tangential. I, I was when I was um, learning at work. Um, the manager at the time, who was the owner of the place for years and years, you know, I was I was getting on the step ladder. I was a little wobbly, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I was doing that when I was like thirty four weeks pregnant, and I was standing up there, and it wobbled a bit, and I was and I was like." Maybe it's time I stopped doing this. At like 34 weeks, I was like... Jesus. Oh, and then like three days later or something, she had a kid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so don't walk on roofs when you're pregnant. Is yes. The of the story. Or trees. Or trees. Or just don't walk on roofs. Don't, don't go into haunted houses with curses. Don't go to Orcas Island. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, you, yeah, so you go into Sam's room and Sam's the, the hunter, I guess. Yeah. And The military man. The, the military twin. man. Dawn's... Father. Yes. yes. Um, it was Edith's mother. Edith's mother, yeah. And you see his death through um, pictures that you take yourself, like, in this in this memory, I suppose. And it's got Dawn, and she doesn't want to be there. It's raining in this um, this forest, I guess. And it's like, no, you need to it's, become a woman or something. It's the Odin Finch Memorial Park. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> And she gets a little bit happier when the sun comes out and you're taking more pictures of birds and every time to move on with the story, you have to take the right picture of, of Sam or, or of... Or of the scene. Dawn. Yeah. 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 Or, or deer. Yeah. Um, and you finally get to where you're shooting this deer and you, uh, you, Sam has a camera at the stage and you're basically Sam and you're behind Dawn. And as you click the shutter, the gun noise sounds. Yeah. So it's like you're shooting the deer yourself. <laughs> Um, that made me uncomfortable. It scared me. It scared oh, me also. And, you I know, couldn't and, handle it. I, like, oh, I, I almost cried. Uh. And Dawn at this stage is like, I don't want to do this. Like, why are you making me do this? And Sam's been in the army. Yeah, totally. And it's stated yeah. multiple times that he's okay and comfortable doing this. And Dawn is obviously not. Um, and he still makes her do it. And he's, she, he's also trying to, like, 
that's like his way of surviving the curse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it cuts to Dawn holding the deer and Sam's trying to set the timer mm. on the camera. And you he... had to awkwardly walk around that rock. Oh, which... it was awful. <laughs> it was like Resident Evil 1. Yeah. Um, and I, I like I, th- I think I fucked it up once. And was yeah, like, so oh, sorry, I. I've got to reset the timer. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God. I messed it up seven times. Did you actually? Because I didn't know you had to walk as Sam. Right, So yeah. I just clicked. I'm like... And I'm trying to move it to find the right angle. And he's just like, oh, sorry, hang on. I'm just trying to find the right angle. And, and like, eventually I can't focus it. I can't move it anywhere. <laughs> and eventually I just held W for more to, after I clicked. And he went like, whoop. I was like, oh, run. Yeah. <laughs> like, eventually did you see Sam awkwardly spinning into frame? Because that's exactly what I saw. No. I saw him just twirling in. It looked so funny. <laughs> um, and Sam holds up the head and Dawn's like, I think it's, oh, it's, it's moving. Twitching. It's it's twitching. Like, is this supposed to happen? And then Sam's like, it's fine. And then as soon as he says that, he gets pushed off yeah. the side of the cliff. By the deer the shakes deer. him off and then just <laughs> boots him off. And the yeah. camera clicks as he's falling. And you see this picture of him falling. And then it zooms back out. And you've got all these pictures that they've taken. And they've still kept the picture of him falling I and know, dying. Yeah. It's like, why would you keep this? And the very last thing you hear is Dawn going like, oh, dad. And yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> And like, oh, that oh, broke my heart. That was so sad. And throughout this whole scene, Sam is really like, uh, you know, he's really calm with it. He's really like, you know, like, you know, just trying to be trying to be encouraging in a way which is like very fatherly when it's like mm. something he you know probably shouldn't have done. But he was always very, you know, in control and but not like he was never aggressive he was just like persistent in a way which like it made me uh, like uh, the way he acted i felt like he would have been nice but his decisions were just not great yeah yeah they were a little Um, misguided i think it would be better uh it would have made me less uncomfortable if dawn wasn't so outwardly uncomfortable about it yeah totally saying over and over again i don't want to do this and then just sitting there crying the thing with messing up the timer shots right i had to wait for the timer to go Dawn's sitting there crying the whole time. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. It was... T- oh. It was at this point I wrote, shooting the deer was awful. Oh, God, what a horrible story. Everybody's dying, sad face. <laughs> and it would have been, like, I assume that's the 70s or 80s at I some don't point. Know. Hang on, let me say when... Like, yeah, when did Sven go? Like, just, just going based on, like, it's... 1983. 80s, right, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I was just going based off the car and the camera. Mm. Um, that's also n- not... I mean, it, he didn't sound like a vet, I thought was kind of interesting. He didn't sound like someone who had been, like, you know, in, in like, like, like in the army for an extended period of time. He said they'd enlisted when he was 18, so he's obviously had, ex- like, a yeah, little like bit he's, time. And you can see his um, his trophy cabinet with his guns and stuff, like, and he had a few... And bad- his cameras. Yes, and, and his cameras. Um, I wonder whether he might have been a military photographer, because those two exist. You can enlist as the army as a oh, yeah, totally. photographer. Oh, yeah, maybe he did do that. So maybe he had some shooting experience. Um, <laughs> Camera shooting or gun shooting? <laughs> or guns <laughs> as, as well. As, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, that was Sam's. Um, and then you climb through the insulation shoot with the, the air conditioning and was stuff. It, no, I don't think we... I think in that, in that same room as Sam's thing, when do you go through his kids... When do you go this through? This is this part. Yeah, okay. So you, you, you climb through and um, you get to this really strange room that kind of felt like a gymnasium. It had like lockers and yeah. stuff yeah, like or that. Like it was a, a very strange, like strange a, place. Like a military, like, yeah. like garrison mm. sort of. Um, and there's three beds and one cot. Um, and you go to Gregory's first and um, you pick up 
a divorce slip for Sam and Kay. Kay. Kay, yeah, that's right. Um, who Kay is Gregory and actually all of their pa- all of their mum, right? Ex- no, because who's uh no, because Sam no, remarries. That's right. Okay, so, so it's, it's Gregory so it's, it's Greg- and Gregory and um and the Gus. Mohawk. Gus. Yeah. Are they the only kids? And then Dawn is. Dawn from is another from mother. Who? Yeah. Is Dawn? It, it's on the family tree. Um, yeah, because Dawn was like step a step brother or something. Right. Okay. Gus, and so Gus was a product of this failed um, marriage, which was why he was so like punk and leave me alone. I'm gonna fly my kite. Yeah. Um, but you see Gregory's first, and I think yes. Gregory was his, not my favorite, maybe my second favorite. Mm. Um, and Gregory is a. a does it say how old he is? It's probably like what? One. Yeah, one, he was one. one. Actually yeah. one. 66 to, no, like 76 to 77 or something like that. Um, Which he, makes sense because yeah. he died in like oh, okay. something. Yeah. And you're in the bath and it's, this is a, um, a tour from, from Sam's, is Sam talking about it? I think it's Sam. It's a note that Sam wrote at the bottom of the divorce letter. Yes. 2K. 2K about that day. Yeah. yeah. And about what and Gregory he, saw. Yeah, and he's talking about how um, he's worried that Gregory is too happy and his his imagination is too wild, I guess, because Mm. he didn't want him to end up like Calvin. Um, Yes. Because Calvin was too imaginative and it got him killed. So he he was worried about that. Um, And you play as Gregory in the bath and you're controlling this frog and you pop bubbles with rubber ducks in them. Yes. Um, and this is like the very start before you're moving the frog when it's just like in your hand and it's moving, yeah. going with the music. You're like the conductor. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool. The music was a really nice touch in this scene, um, which is you know, a really, really sad scene when you think about it. And I mean, like, at this point, like, you saw it coming a mile away Oh, as my well. God. As, yeah. soon, as soon as, like, you know, child in the bath, mum's not there, I'm like, mm. that's it. Mm. And then she came back and then she left again. Yeah. Um, and you know, and uh, she's leaving because there's, she's getting phone calls from Sam about the divorce, and they're fighting over it. Yes, and she does not want to talk. Which, uh, which is, I think, is such a fucking cool thing to do while Gregory's having so much fun in this bath and yeah. so happy, and the music is beautiful and like lovely, and it's just like it's so joyous. And then you hear like, "Sorry, I don't want Gregory to hear this." Like, yeah, and, and she's like going away. Um, and you, she turns off the water at one stage and you have to try and bounce the frog up to turn the water back on because yeah. he wants to play more. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like the frog is jumping on the whale and like the toys, the, the toys keep falling down. It was so like pure. It was yeah. such a joyous mechanic. Yep. It was so wonderful to control. Mm. This they, is... they just nailed the arc of the frog and how it went into the water and onto the, onto the whale. They nailed it. was very Fantasia. Um, I think this is what I what I was talking about before with same with Calvin's death. It's like um, any other story about a child drowning in the bath would be awful, mm. but the way that they did this made it less tragic. I feel totally. I mean, it was yeah. still fucking tragic, but like it took the edge off a little bit. Yeah, and um, it, it ends with that scene where you're like swimming through the ocean, which mm. which I think um, the way I'm going to talk about this. Well, I want to talk about this later as well, but I can tie it in here. The way that the story is not about how they died; it's about how they lived. Yep. Um, and the way they did this in particular, I found was really excellent. Mm-hmm. And their deaths are almost like a, a, a complete kind of like encyclopedia of how they lived. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and what they were passionate about. Mm. And so, uh, Gregory in particular was you know, one of my favorites because of this and because of how they 
how they did it and how fun it was. Um, and the fact that they still portrayed his life, even though he was only one year, one year old. Mm. Mm. Um, and, you know, Sam's monologue about him and being too happy. It's like, there's a quote, I can't, I can't remember, I didn't write the actual quote down. It's like, I'm just worried. He's, he's literally just like, he's too happy and it's making me scared or something. I can't remember. I, I couldn't, I didn't even listen to what Sam was saying, honestly. Yeah. Cause I was just, I was just, I was just diving and jumping and diving <laughs> and landing on the whale and getting the little men and they were going like, wee! <laughs> Um, I want to reinforce that this stage also that in all of these memories there's always words on the screen yes explaining it it's not just you're hearing what happens you're the words are interacting and they're flying away and they pop and stuff like that and it's, yeah. it's really, especially with the next one yeah especially with the next one but this one not I can't remember exactly this one in particular but I think it's such a nice way of doing subtitles yeah. like mm. the game is oh, I think there's some parts that there's no is there a single part in this game that doesn't have some sort of subtitles on the screen? If someone's talking, no. Yeah, like I, I didn't even remember. at the end. No, because you because when like the the ending sequence, there's still words everywhere. See, like although I'm not sure a... if they are representative of what you're reading because I remember there's a bunch mm-hmm. of letters, but I don't remember quite everything that is spoken is, is on yeah, the screen somewhere. and you're and you are forced to look at it too yeah, that's when right. it pops up yeah. it, it so when you, when you go the camera it, that way which is also another fucking excellent way to direct the player mm. into what you've got to do next yeah. yeah um even in the bath scene like whatever Kay's saying is on written the on the side of the, of the bath that's mm. right um like it, it very much is like a storybook game which is like it, like unfinished one is the, the entire like story. It is a it, it, it is, is a storybook. Mm. Um, so I think they obviously are very passionate about that sort of format. Mm. Um, I, I think it was just you know a nice way of adding. That's actually that's actually another thing about it. When I first started the game, I looked for the subtitles option and there wasn't one. Right. Okay. And I was like, oh, oh I didn't even think of that. That's cool. It's interesting that they're mandatory. You know, because yeah. they handled it so well that people who feel like it takes people out of it, they it. it the subtitles added to the game. Yes. They, uh, the game wouldn't, like, you, there would be so many times that I would be stuck in rooms not knowing what to do if those subtitles didn't help me out. Yeah. Really. And they're so gorgeous, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, speaking of subtitles, the next person is Gus, who was, um, I can't remember how old he was. He was a teenager, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, he was probably, I feel like 14, 11 or 12, yeah. something like that. Um, and you are reading um, this poem that Dawn has written yes um about so how he died his stepbrother no her stepbrother yeah um and it's at the wedding of the new mother and sam yeah and do we have her name yet did we find that out i don't think you actually find out her name okay it doesn't matter i don't um, think i say it. it like it it might be on a leaf in the family tree but yeah. that's kind of it uh i don't think it is because the case is there but um mm. oh okay but hers isn't gotcha um and you play as Gus and he's flying a kite on the beach in front of the house. And he says, like... During the wedding. Then during the wedding and they say, like, uh, I think someone says, like, someone didn't want it to be at the house, but it was anyway. Mm. I can't remember exactly who that quote was from. Um, but you're flying this kite and you're flying it through the subtitles to flip them over and tell the story. Yeah. And picking and the them up as they go. following the thing, yeah. like flower? Yeah, like flower, yeah. Um, and they migrate up into well that's right the wind starts picking up and they all go no one really cares Gus like they said Dawn says in the poem and he's still flying his kite and they all move up because the storm starts into yeah. the what is it called it's like the, a tent was it the tent yeah yeah there's a better word for it I can't remember the, 
Um, and Gazebo. they said, yeah, they said like when when the thunder started, they just told, like Sam just said turn up the music. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and people he, just forgot about Gus. Yeah, um, and Gus was still flying the kite, and he's flying them through the chairs and the tables that are all on the beach, and he is now the wind and the storm. Mm. That kite is a representation of the wind and the storm. Yeah. Um, and you can knock it, you know, across into the, the gazebo and stuff like that. Um, and eventually the tent picks up and hits him, right? Yes. Yes. So what... So all of his storytelling is very met- metaphorical, but if you notice when you go down to the beach, there's this massive totem... Yeah. On the beach, and it is crashed into the ground. Mm. So what That's happened right. is while he was out there with the kite, the, the wind picked up and the totem fell and okay. crushed him. Right. Like that's, I thought the tent killed him. No, because he gets up after that, doesn't he? Okay. Like, that was... I don't think so. I think that was just like... The biggest object. That was the nice way. That was like... Right. Yeah. That was, you know, Gregory turning into the frog, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm almost 100% certain that the totem fell over and crushed him. But once again, that's like that's that thing you don't ever see that, and you don't, you know. Yeah, and that. you don't really need to. The no. thing, like, it's not like a necessary thing. Like, this is a, you know, it's it, it, like it, you you wouldn't write that in a poem. Mm. Um. So you go up to Dawn's room after this, and she lives in like the little attic section. And is this up to the climbing wall. Yeah, up the climbing wall, um, and there's not much here. It just says no. that she meets Sanjay. Um, and goes to India. Yes. And then um, Sanjay comes back with her. Um, and then you climb out the window and you go into Milton's castle. Yes. Yeah. Which was... Which, was this when Edith said this was the beginning of the end? I, I don't know. I don't remember that. Don't she remember. said something like that. This was my favourite part of the game. The um, castle? Yeah. I, 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 like, I think mainly just because I really liked Unfinished One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, you walk up to the castle and there's that... Um, that welcome mat, I'm like, oh, that's the logo from Unfinished One. That's a cool Easter egg. Yeah. And then you look at the, the windows, it's like, oh, there's golden handles on yeah. that. That's nice. And you walk in and there's duck print, like golden duck prints everywhere yeah. and paint and, and the doors is like, oh, wow, this this is the Unfinished One. Yeah, like, what is happening? There are, like there's the model, which is the castle from the first level. And, and the, the, the flying ship with the balloons. Yeah, the flying ship. The, the music is playing like direct from the game, which is like one of my favorite game soundtracks. Um, all the different paintings from like just the different stages of that game is in there. Um, and that's when... Uh, but yeah, it, you want to say the story? You can do it. it was your favorite part. I mean, like it was, it was more about that, like uh, um, in the because you, you pick up a flip book and then in the flip book, Milton story of the magic paintbrush. Yes, and your your how you flip the flip book is you, you're moving the mouse slowly to the right or whatever, so you're you're actively flipping the book and you control mm. the speed and stuff like that too. With, I, that was really cool. I just press left. It's really boring. At that point, I was kind of clocked out on doing every single thing. Yeah, I um, also used the keys. Oh my god, you better saw <laughs> Um uh, Yeah, so um, you so you pick up the flip book and you see Milton um, start painting uh, a doorway. Is it the first thing he paints? Or because I know at some point okay. he, it, it turns into a second flip book inside the flip book, yeah, which I thought was, really, was really cool. cool. Yeah. Um, and then Milton paints a doorway and then kind of leaves. He jumps in and he yeah, leaves. like he just jumps in and he's never seen again. Um, I thought that this, I thought that his room would give uh, more secrets about how he did, why he disappeared or how he disappeared, but mm, it really didn't. No, like it's it's a complete mystery. Yeah. Um, and like the king is, 
like the king in Unfinished Swan is not the character you play in Unfinished Swan. You play someone called Munro. Mm. Um, but it, uh, Edie says that she was happy that there was another painter in the family. Um, and it had like, like it, it, it felt like a really nice love letter to their previous game, um, which I really enjoyed. I don't think it took away much. Like, um, no, I, have, I haven't played Unfinished Swan and I still got, Maybe not the same because Milton's room is probably my least favorite, just because there was not much in there. Yeah, to no, give like, it, it's, character. Yeah. except that rope lift thing. Which was yeah, sick. that was pretty cool. Yes. Um, but aside from that, you know, there's not much, not much going on in there. Yeah, it's that pertains to him, I suppose. Yeah, just about like you know, he liked to paint yeah. pretty much. Um, um, but I don't think that I don't think not playing Unfinished Swan took away from that at all. No, no, like I, I didn't like when I was watching it, when I was in this room, it didn't feel like you know. You need to enjoy this game to enjoy this part. Like it was just like just a jacking off their own game. Yeah, like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it totally wasn't that at all. It was just like you know, here's how our two games are connected in a nice little cute way. Yeah. Um, For me, I, I sort of read that as, and again, I've only played the first chapter, but I read that as like Milton disappears into that game. Like, yeah, yeah, and and that's what the developer said in a in an interview later on that that game is canon in the Edith Finch world. Yeah, like, you, you look at all of the other ones and you see how it's all metaphorical, and this one's like, oh, no, he he, he actually disappeared. Yeah, he's gone. Into, like, a painting world. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Which I think kind of gave a little bit of credence to the idea that um, maybe Barbara was just killed by monsters. Yeah, Like it, it made me think, like, does this game have its own kind of form of supernatural elements in a way which is just... It, its own thing, mm. um, which I thought was, you know, totally fine. Um, the game isn't exactly realistic, so it doesn't really matter. That's true. I mean, like, in, in all of the deaths, I was looking for some real-world explanation for it. Yes. Mm. I fell short with Milton's. Totally. And Barbara's, um, but... I, I, I think also the idea that Milton... Uh, that Edie that never gave up that Milton was actually dead. Yeah. So I, I think that was never... Like, there was never... Like, does he have a grave? He does, but doesn't have a death date on it. It's a memorial, they say. They right, say okay. um, Edie never... Edie always said that this was never a grave, this is a memorial for him. Right, okay, yeah. Um. So the next room is the school. So you go up yeah. and you go into the school, which I is such a cool was, place for a school. I wish I was incredible. taught there. Mm. I was like, oh, wow, they, they came back and they, they really started making something out of this. Really nice. Oh, it's yeah. overlooking on both sides. It's overlooking the forest and the the ocean. Mm. Um, it's it's really it's really good. Can we actually just now that I'm thinking about it? Can we talk about the house? I fucking love the like, this this bit. I've actually like in my notes. I had, I yeah. took a screenshot of it because like this section was my my favorite. Mm. And the school and the vines, and you're looking up and you see that the top room and stuff mm. like that. Um, Going up in this final area made me remember what it was like to be in the forest at the very start and look at the house and think, what the fuck is this place? It reminded me of something on Lemony Snicket or whatever. What's that? Yeah. A series of unfortunate events. Yeah, like, it's just so absurdist and impossible. Um, yeah, like Charlie and the Chocker Factory or like like, like a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things I was thinking is, Fuck! It would take a long time if you forgot something on one of the house. You would just like, <laughs> like that object would be dead to you until next time you're there. I know. I was thinking the same thing with Edith um, when she's climbing up into her room at the very end, because it was like, go you to come bed. home okay, from school. In ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you come home from school. You make a snack and then you go to your room. Like it's gonna take you literally at least seven minutes. Yeah. 
Um, I, I really liked, especially like in this bit, um, how every single character had the like such own definitive space. Yes, mm. and they they obviously had so much like personal space. You know, you, you know, you live in a house with your family. You don't really have that except for your own room. But I feel like the rooms are so far apart and so individual that it felt really separate yeah Mm. and that's how that house has been made they've got those living areas and then everyone else's room is purpose-built for them yeah yeah um so yeah you go into the school and you see the desks and um you go through the school and you go into lewis's room who who lives in a boat which i thought was really really Mm. cool yeah i've actually um, it's got the the shisha on the on the table and a lot of weed paraphernalia yeah um Vibrant posters. Yeah. I want posters in there. <laughs> um, and I wrote here, like, every single one of those spaces is one that I would like. I would live in. Mm. Like, even, you know, Edie's room with all the bird cages and stuff mm. like that. Like, every single one. Or Sam was... and Calvin's room. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, especially Lewis's room. Especially Lewis's room, just because it was so cool. And I really liked... I really, 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 really... Like, I had to stop and have a look at it because, like, he's got his desk computer set up and he's got the big windows of the boat in the background and it's mm. got the forest. Um, and it's nighttime at that stage, but it yeah. still looks beautiful. Mm. Um, and so you pick up, is it his, uh, his, his box of things, box of belongings. That's right. And which must have a, been from the cannery. Yeah. And it's got a psych letter on it. Um, and it's saying to, it's to, dawn. to dawn and like, you know, I have, this is what I've noticed about Lewis and stuff like that and why I should have helped him more. That's um, right. It was like, I understand you're, you're wanting for an explanation. So Lewis's is a big can of worms, a big can of salmon. Yes. Um, <laughs> I was um, like, hang on. But it, it was probably my favorite out of all of them just because it was so in-depth and um, so mechanically different, I suppose. Yeah. It was the most interesting from a gameplay yeah. perspective, at least. Um, so you play as Lewis at the cannery and you're at the start, you just on this, you just see one hand is covered in blood. And you see the the metal of where the fish are dropping out, and it's just covered. It's just like it's disgusting, and it's there's blood everywhere. And you're you use the mouse to grab the salmon and chop off its head, and then put it down. Yeah. And then after a while, you start imagining thing on the left hand side where the salmon's dropping, mm. and it's a game, and you start playing. <laughs> it's really that thing. Where it's like you've got to use two sides of your brain. Like mm. one hand is chopping the salmon heads, and the other is trying to navigate this this pathway mm. and as soon as this started i'm like he's gonna chop off his head yep yep that, that was my exact thing <laughs> yep like this is exactly what's gonna happen like i'm gonna get way too focused in the game and i'm just gonna chop my hand off yep. and um so i was i was really trying to pay mm-hmm. attention to both things yeah and as it goes on the story goes on it tells her how tells the psychologist is telling the story about how he's getting further and further away I think he, he's and taken how, like, more the, drugs. The real Lewis is the the one in his in world. The story, yeah. yeah. And he's taking more drugs, and it's stated that um, he's got a lot of alcohol in his room, so he's, he's obviously smoking a lot, and he's also turned to alcoholism. Mm. Um, and he, the story that you play through on, on where the salmon are dropping, it gets more detailed and beautiful, and to the stage where you go into it as a third person kind of thing yeah while you're still chopping the heads off the salmon mm. um and you and the, after after a while i think the salmon goes away and you you are playing as lewis in mm-hmm. the cannery and you see his locker and you walk into the cannery mm. as lewis or as someone 
and you see all the fish in the water down the bottom. Like, I really, really love this bit, especially, mm. like, because it was just so bleak and drab and disgusting. Yeah, it was really disgusting. Like, you see it really all the blood everywhere. And all of the heads yeah. and all of the bodies, and, the, and it's just coming, it's coming, and it's still going. There's I wanted to hundreds. point out also here that um, through this entire thing, the noise of the knife coming down and chopping the heads off is so sharp and, yep. and gross, but... Uh, after a while, you don't sort of notice that anymore because mm. you're so interested in the story. Mm. Um, and there are some gates which you have to, which are like the gates is a there's a big salmon on the gate. Oh yeah, and you have and to you chop have, the yeah, next yeah, salmon. Yeah, like like the next salmon will then open the gate. And I found that I found that even though I'd been chopping the heads off the salmon the entire time, when the salmon was in the story, I noticed that sound ten times more. It was like, yep. oh god, that was such mm. that was such louder than the other ones. So. Mm. It came along with the visuals too, because it sort of broke apart a bit yeah. spectacularly. The the sort of lock on the door. Um, and yes, yeah, so you're walking into this cannery, and there's just blood and fish and everywhere, and you go up actually up to Lewis, who's doing his job and he's he's obviously out of it and you i think this is actually the the only character you see a character model that you actually see like full character model you see oh, you see dawn, dawn and sam but you don't you see them from a distance you don't see them up close that's true yeah um and you go around and you go up um the conveyor belt up 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 and there's just salmon heads and mm. blood just like all next to you um and you go into the light and it's still telling you the story. It's like how Lewis... Oh, there's a really good quote that I don't have on me, but it's something like, um, Lewis said that my imagination is my body or something like that. Mm. Um, and he is is going on this conveyor belt still, and it's the same bloody conveyor belt, but it's like kind of a red carpet almost. Mm. And there's, there's people around and... Um, more music. More music, and, and there's people like, cheering you and stuff like that, and you're getting crowned as the king yeah um speaking of before this you get to make a choice of whether you want um the person you're chasing after to be a, a prince or a princess yeah what did you guys choose i chose a prince mm. yeah i chose uh, the yeah the prince mm. um, i don't think anything fundamentally changes did no. you choose the rainbow or did you choose the serpent rainbows serpent how boring <laughs> it was cool because the serpent made like little like arches that you so could so did the rainbows oh yeah. whatever oh, they, oh so they did the same thing mm. right it's, it's exactly the same yeah. I was um, just interested to see if it changed at all but I don't think it does um, but you get to the top of this thing and all the stained glass windows are showing you know you're being crowned and stuff like that and then you turn around and it's a guillotine yeah all and you have to do he is says, lower his head. he says I think you know how this ends and you, you are made to put your head down into this guillotine and chop your head off. Yeah. Um, and it, it's honestly... Probably the most gruesome. I think it's the most like, oh my God. Like, yeah. You, you were made to do that yourself. I mean, flying off the swing yeah. is similar, but I feel like this is, there's no, is there's, more... You don't get the landing. You don't get the Yeah, moment. but this you do. You get like, you hear the noise of it coming down. Do we know why Lewis died? I didn't. Catch I just assume that. he shoved his hand, his head in the thing, and chopped his head off. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't know either. I assume it was something like that. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that moment where you walk up behind Lewis, and he's the only one in the cannery. He's still moving his hand. Yeah. But there's, 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 nothing, no, fish. there's no fish. Yeah. There's nothing. There. There's a scene in that section as well where you see. Um, his mother? His mum. Yeah. His mum's Dawn, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And, Edith's, and, Edith's mum. So yeah. Lewis is Edith's brother. brother. 
um, and you see her, and she's trying to get him to come home. Yeah, and, and she, he's, she he's not going like, home. Breaks through the imagination for a moment, and you see her hips and like you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but he doesn't. He obviously doesn't go home. He doesn't even acknowledge her, as mm-hmm. far as no. I can tell. Um, he's just lost. And that's Lewis. <laughs> yeah, I um. Did did you two forget about the hand motion after a while? Like we're still doing it, but we're hardly noticing it. Um, I mean, yeah. But because I was so hyper focused on trying not to cut my hair yep. off, I was very, oh, right. I was still very. Yeah, I, I was the same. Yeah. I was like, uh, I, like, because I, I thought that part of the scene was going to be you chop off your hand. Um, I like, like I, I thought it was going to be a forced thing towards the end, um, and so I was focused on making sure that didn't happen prematurely or something. Right. Okay. I um. Did you? I had this section spoiled for me. Right. By my own letting it happen um, by a Game Maker's Toolkit video. That was part of his, like, top five design things of 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and this was the only section he covered from this game. Uh, but I, I knew that, you know, there was this whole imagination thing that built while you were doing this, not in this motion. Um, so I just sort of, I just sort of did it because I wasn't, ex- I wasn't exploring this for myself for the first time. So I wasn't worried. I, I, I just, I just forgot about my hand because I, I didn't feel like, I thought I felt out the boundaries of the guillotine. I was like, oh, yeah. my hand doesn't go past that. That's yeah. fine. I, just sort of I just... figured that that would stop one. Like, that would stop at, at just any given point. And yeah, you so would accidentally put your hand in right. the Yeah. Like um, they would just re- remove the boundary yeah. and you would just slide under. Mm. Um, but I think that this is like one of the the top moments in this game for me just because that mechanic was so good. Mm. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. It's, it's an incredible way to show you the monotony of what he felt in his head every day being at that place of work, but not only at his place of work, but that was what it was like for him just in real life. That, yeah. that, that, you know, it, that, that it was his escapism. That was literally his life. That became him outside of this imaginary world. World is just him doing this boring, unthinking, like just job, mm. I suppose. Mm. Even when, obviously when he was at home, he wasn't the same either. Mm. Um, um, yeah, and then you're back in his room again. Um, in the boat. Yeah. The room felt a lot less cool after that it moment. Yeah, like it, was, it, was, it was quite um, sobering. Mm. That's a good way to put it. When he's <laughs> a, um, I have actually... Okay, so I don't remember what happens up at this point. Does anyone... You climb up to Edith's room. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, this yeah. is the, last this bit. This this is the end of the game. Um, and there's packaging everywhere on the ground. And that's right. Is Dawn, Dawn's living up there as this, well? So. This room looks like it's the most put away. I guess. Yeah. Like this, mm. There's there's what not much personality in this top room. No, this until is, you go up to Edith's room. Yeah. So Dawn's packed some stuff away, but eventually just gives up. I guess. Yeah. Um, that's right. It's all on the bed. She's and got it's pictures. Just packing and stuff pallets and um and yeah, this is when we start learning about what actually happened on quote unquote that night. Um, so you, do you see the flashback of them in the house when Edith's a child or does that, do yeah, you, no, she e- get Edith climbs up and gets on her bed and picks up the quill. And she picks up the journal and she starts writing to, obviously, I, some, you know, you sort of realise at this point she's writing to her child. Yeah. Um, and you see, you're sitting at the dinner table. You don't see their faces. You just see no. them eating. Mm. Um, are they eating the Chinese food? I think they're eating Chinese food again. Probably. Um, that would make sense. 
uh, Edie is saying that she doesn't want to go, and Dawn's saying we're leaving, and I'll have a car pick you up in the morning. Yeah, and it's like and it's a, a, a glass of wine to celebrate our last time here together or something, and Dawn's like, no, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to have that. It's going to mess with your medication. And yeah. Um, they're, just, they're just... There's no... There's a no point cl- where they're on the same wavelength in this discussion. Yeah, there's a complete clash. And, and you can see at the very beginning of the game when you're in the kitchen, there's a note for an old folks' home. Yeah. And, like... Uh, there's also um, spilt wine. I think she yeah. actually says that it's like Edie never wanted to... Edie, I could never see Edie in, in a home. Well, it, like like, I think she says Dawn was the only one who could see Edie yeah, in that home. Yeah. Um, and you are excused from the table and you walk into the secret... Uh, the she library. actually says, like, I don't think my mum ever realised when she set up this room that um, there's, a, there's a secret path to it. Mm. So you crawl into the library um, and you pick up Edie's note about... This is when you turn into Edie and you walk through the fog. You walk mm. into the old house. Or, like, oh, up this, the is, old this house. is the letter written to Edith from Edie. Yeah. Yeah. About um, the night that Edith was born. That's right. And she said there's an earthquake in the middle of the ocean and it put the sea out and so she said it was the only time that she could ever walk into uh, up to the old house mm. and she gets lost along the way and there's fog and she sees these things that seem so familiar and it's just like you know an old there's bed a deer. Or a deer and stuff like that and she finally gets to this house um she opens she opens the gate but she doesn't get any further than that and then a light goes on in the window the top right window um did you guys know what that light was i mean i figured that was dawn coming in and breaking the story but maybe i'm wrong mm. did you have a thought about that because i couldn't see anything not really online. like I it was, was over in a flash yeah. it's hard to know whether this was a metaphor or whether it yeah. was um about dawn coming and breaking the story yeah but yeah dawn comes in and she just pulls the notebook away and it breaks in half mm. and you're the one that's trying to pull it back like you press the i think it's clicking or something like that yeah um, and you never see the rest of that story. You mm. never see the rest of that story. Um, and then you play, I think, I can't remember exactly what happens. I think you're in the back of the car mm. and you see Edie on the porch. Um, and it just says that the, the car, um, the car, the van came for her in the morning, but she was already gone. She was already gone. Mm. And that was the last time that Edith saw Edie. Edie. And then you see Dawn in the hospital and she's dying and you put your hand in her hand and she dies. Um, She got better and then she got worse. Yeah. And then you, I think, is this when you play as the baby and you you feel like coming out of the the womb? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And like you birth yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, and, And Edith says, I wanted to, this is when I wanted to stop writing because I wanted to tell all of you these stories myself. But, now but clearly you're reading this notebook, so that didn't happen. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, because there's also a heartbeat as you're getting, as you're being born, mm. um, which gets faster and faster. And then towards the end, it, like, it just stops completely. Oh, my God. I didn't, put, I didn't put that together. Oh, right. Yeah. It, like, it, it's a, like, it, it is a flat line at that oh. point. So she dies in childbirth. Okay. Yes. I, I didn't even realize that. Oh, my yeah. God. So sad. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so sad. Um, I can't quite remember what happens after that. I didn't write. Any so of it goes, it flashes out once you exit the tunnel, and then the next thing you see is uh, Edith's book, a bunch of flowers being held by yeah. uh, her child, who looks to be now like seven or eight or ten or something. Is the child at the cemetery? In the, at the yes, house? cemetery. Yeah, and and they're laying it down in front of the in front of 
her grave. And, and you, you see at the very beginning of the game when you look down at the book that um, there's flowers next to you on the seat. Oh, so you play as... Okay, I see. Are you kidding? Oh, okay, yeah, right. so, so at the very beginning of so the game... So you're not playing as Edith? No. You play as the kid. Yeah, you, but, I thought you, but I thought you looked down and see her belly at some point. Yeah, so like uh, you, when you're on the island, that's when you become Edith, initially telling the story of the book because you open the book. Oh, that's and, right. And, and then the story begins of Edith telling you the story. On the boat at the very start. Yeah, you're on the boat to oh the island God. with the book and flowers. Yeah, I didn't pick that up until right now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, and that's that's the game. Pretty much, yeah. There's one moment in that sequence because when you're in the library, you can hear what Edith. No, wait, you can hear what Edie and um, Dawn are saying to each other. And um, Edie says, uh, Edith has a right to know these stories. Yeah. And Dawn says, it's your stories that killed my children. Yeah. My children are dead because of your stories. That's what she says. Yeah. Yeah, so... Because like, oh, um, Dawn believes that... So when... I'm not. I'm not sure how. Well, not, I, don't, I, I can't figure out the timeline, but it's like I, I'm pretty sure that when Edie goes to the boat, that's when she finds the stories. Goes to the boat. Sorry. Um, oh, the, so, the, sorry house. the house. Sorry, yeah. I keep for some reason I keep thinking it's a boat because at the beginning of the game I thought it was a shipwreck. Um, and the the boat's on it. The house is on a boat, isn't it? No. no. They it's brought the original house yeah. on a boat. And then it crashed in the ocean. It's on a whole bunch of rocks and stuff like that. Because remember, you when can't you have a basement it. that goes down into the. It, it's on. It's on land. No, no, no. I mean, it's in the original house. The original house was put on a boat. Yes, and, and then, then the boat it, crashed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you see that in the little snippy thing of Odin's. Mm. Um, like oh, my read on it was that when Edie went out to the old house, the light came on, and like the deer. And the chairs, um, like the deer is representative of... Sam's story. Of Sam's story. The chairs is representative of Gus when he's flying the kite. And she wrote these stories in these journals. And then Dawn blames Edie for telling the stories to the people who then died by those stories. Mm, wow. Like, th- 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 that was my read on it, which is why Dawn didn't want Edith to know the stories because then the story would come true and that's the curse. So is Edie the curse? Edie is the uh, bringer of the curse, the one that, that causes the foreshadowing to happen. That's interesting. Like the, 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 that, that was just my interpretation. So the stories were written before... The death. But, but some, a lot of the notes aren't written by Edie. I know, like, and, and that, that, that's what I can't figure out. I think that's honestly just Dawn's way of trying to deal with it because Dawn... Um, isn't there for Gregory's death, but no, that's all happened. Is there for Gus's death, watches her father fall off the cliff, is there for, um... Both of her sons. Both of her sons, Milton and Lewis. Walter, mm. she's there for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone else? Her brothers, doesn't she have siblings? Um, Dawn. Yeah. No. Is Dawn an only child in that generation? No, Dawn, uh, step-siblings, Gus and Greg. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because Dawn came in from the other. And also, her husband's dead. Does Sanjay die? Sanjay, there's a, there's a point where you're walking around, I think it's in Lewis's room, and it's got his, 
his like name badge for his work and his uniform, he's a disaster relief worker. Right. His name is on the tree and it's got a date of death okay. on it, I'm pretty certain. Oh, yeah. Right. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's Yeah, no, he's got a, he's got a he's got a stone in the cemetery. Okay. Um She's seen so many people die and she's just trying to make it work and Trying to put that blame on someone else. And Edie is not afraid of these deaths and doesn't focus on them and isn't blamed by them. I don't know. She's she's so used to them, I guess, by this point. Maybe Dawn's afraid of that. And the only thing that makes sense for for Edie to not be so freaked out by all this stuff is that, you know, these stories are are behind it all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I saw it as Dawn's way of like organizing things in her head to make it to deal with it yes i think that you've got to have something like that i mean you think about how atrism died and how many times has dawn come across a dead body of her relative and had to deal mm. with that like you know in the middle of the forest when when sam dies what would she have done would she have... i know in the middle of a park yeah like you, you, you think about how they die but you think about how they cope with that and it's like i think You've got to try and make up stories about this to make it seem less fucking tragic, I mm. guess, to deal with it. Yeah. Um, but I guess for me, like, the, the big overall themes is what I was talking about. It's like how um, while they did die, the, this these stories, like, it's not about their the death. They don't pertain to their death. It's about how they lived. And I think that's what Edie is trying to, to yeah. highlight. With her stories, stories. yeah. yeah. Um, people are more than just how they ended. Mm. Um, and I think that is a good thing to take away to real life also. Um, I think it's also got a lot to do about family, Mm. um, and dealing, dealing with a loss of a loved one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you guys think? That's... It's hard. I don't know. Maybe Jeremy, you should go see what you tell me what you think. I mean, like when I was reading the interview with the creator, like into into, I think it was very early into production of the game, not before production. I think it was in production of the game. Uh, his mother passed, mm-hmm. um, and so there was like a big uh, past of a terminal illness. Um, except, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I can't remember if his mother committed suicide before the illness got to her or something. I can't quite remember, but like, it's like a, you know, it's a lot of it was like, like this, this game is all about dealing with loss. Um, as well as, you know, remembering, um, what they were beyond their death. Mm. Um, which ties into the name, what remains. Um, and yeah, like I, I, I pretty much agree with what June was saying also. Um, I don't really have much else to add apart from some more context behind. The people that I've heard talk about this game in the strongest light, the head, like the lightest light, I guess, are people that have had that, like something recently have like a loss recently happened to them. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know, I feel like you don't really see this type of things dealing with such heavy concepts. Yeah. Like having, I mean, yeah. How, how, do you, how do you make a game about dealing with death? Like, it's such a, especially death of a family member or someone really important. Yeah, like... And still make it beautiful. Yeah, like... Like, family. Like, like, two weeks ago, like, my dog died. Mm. And it was very... 
like it was interesting, you know, waking up and not having like the sound of her or like, you know, having to put out food and having to pick up dog poo and walking <laughs> her, etc. Um, Even just when you walk in the door when you get home. Yeah, totally. Like I still get that. Um, my dog died maybe like two years ago. And every time I come home to Bendigo, I just think, where's Bryn? Mm, she's yeah. not here. Yeah. It's yeah, been I, two years. She's not here. Well, I, I can't imagine what it's like with a family member, I guess, because mm. I've never had that happen to oh, me. Oh, I know. But, like and like, I think that's kind of interesting with the way, um, for example, uh, Sam's brother, Sam's twin brother, what's his name? Calvin. Calvin. Like when he died, they just kind of fenced off his part of the room. Um, you kind of just like, you don't know whether to leave it or not. Like you know, like we now have a dog door, and like like the the day my dog passed, we were fixing the back gate so she wouldn't climb out again, yeah. and it was like interesting. The day after, we're like, oh, we could finish it, but what's really the point in finishing that? Like it, it, you just you know, bother. Mm. Um, so it was interesting the way that they kind of handled grief and adjustment to losing like a major part of your life um, to, you know, like m- making, making memorials in their rooms, for example, is one. I think, yeah, I think. Um, and Edie has so many candles. <laughs> like, 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 it's, like, it's even well, said. In yeah, the, like, like yeah. they mentioned that. Edie I think because, like, because of how accustomed to death she might, she must be at that point. Um, I what? think that's what's really interesting with the the rooms as well. I think having them sealed off, with untouchable, it's mm. like, and just build on top of. It almost feels like they're still in there. Mm. Yeah, that's probably how the only way that they could deal with so much loss is like pretending that almost that they're still there. I mm. suppose. Like, D- Digital Foundry called the game, it's almost like a museum at, the, at this point. Like, you're yeah. just travelling through each different, like, uh, exhibit or exhibition of, like, this, this of, yeah, of this person mm. and boil down to, like, the essence of what they were like and what they did and enjoyed. Um, um, should we have a, a small break here between, sort of, like, joy recap and yes. more general thoughts? I know... Do you want me to answer my, ask my questions first? Yeah, sure, Go please. Ahead. So, um, I feel like this is a thing I do. I like the end of every episode now. It's like, what was your favourite room? I think that's that's great. I love it. <laughs> uh, unfinished one. I've already... Yeah, you've said yep. that already. Yep, I already right. said that. My favourite room. It's hard to say because there's... I could I could say what was my favourite from a gameplay perspective. No, room. Design-wise, room. I've got that question later. Design-wise, like, no, no, like, like, aesthetically. Aesthetically, yeah. yeah. I think... It has to be Sam and Calvin's. Mm, yeah, I, I, I also did really like that. There was room. so much to look at in that mm. room. Did either of you see the other side of their door? Like the, the side that faces like the, the, the hallways hallway. outside? I don't no. know what it was. It was like it was painted, painted blue on one side right. and orange on the other, like Calvin and Sam. It, it, was, it reminded me a lot of Toy Story, actually, mm. at the very beginning of the film when Andy's got all the, all the cowboy stuff and the, like all the cowboy and Indian toys. And then it goes to that montage of him slowly losing that and becoming a fan of like science fiction and space, um, which is like, I mean, like that, that, that's an allegory for, for uh, Hollywood at the time um, when all the cowboy movies started becoming uh, space movies. But um, yeah, like it reminded me a lot of just that opening section of Toy Story, mm. um, which I got a kick out of. I found it really interesting how, how, I wonder how Sam felt having his old room like, that he lived in, just roped off and sealed, mm. like, as if he was dead. 
Yeah. Like, as if, you know, a part of him died when Calvin died. Well, he, they, they did say that he never really went back in there after um, he enlisted. Yeah. yeah, and he enlisted as soon as he could. Yeah. yeah. What was your favourite room? Um, Walter's, I think, at the very start had nothing in it, but it was so pretty and, and with the sea creatures and the, the old... Um, oh, had the old, yeah, that's right. The sunken house mm. or the ship. I couldn't really see it properly. Um, sunken house oh, would be right. There was the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It might have even been the house. I mm. can't remember. Mm. Um, but it was so pretty with the light coming in through the window. Yeah. Um, and it was sort of like the first proper room you sort of stood in. Yeah. Even though it had nothing in it, um, I really, really liked that. Otherwise, no, actually, I think that was my favorite. I was mm. going to say Lewis's, but I, I don't really like... I like Lewis's from the outside, like being like a boat mm. with the chairs outside as well looking over. But... um. No, I think Walters is my favorite. Yeah. Mm. This game is lit pretty much perfectly. It's beautiful. Like, like, like the, like the the rays coming through the window and everything is as lit as it should be and as it needs to be throughout Mm -hmm. the entire, like, just throughout the entire experience. Yeah. This game is freaking gorgeous. Like it is. I wish I could tell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everything down. You can play the start of the game if you want before you leave. Um. Even just the very, very beginning when when, um, when you see the house through the forest and you've got to spend that five minutes walking down the path and you're seeing the, 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 the text for the first time pop up. Missing posters. Did you guys see the um, the dragon slide in the lake? Yeah, the yeah, front? yeah. I which really... I kept meaning to bring up, which is how Sven died. Yeah. What? So Sven dies because um, he's building a he's slide building a slide for... Anyone, I think. Gus? No. No, Sam. <laughs> yeah, it would have been their kids. Or Calvin. I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. But he's, he's building a, a dragon slide, um, and it falls on him. And yeah. that dragon slide oh, is in pieces yeah. in the lake at the front with all the yeah, missing that's posters right. just spread out on, on, like, on the water yeah. with moss and stuff growing over them. There's this um, line when you when you go out, when you're walking up the front door, if you go off the path to go... Off, look over the balcony onto onto the, look down into the slide. I was like, oh, there's a weird dragon thing there. I looked there and I was like, um, Edie, Edith says that Edie always said that the dragon killed her husband. Yeah. I right. thought that was pretty weird way to say it. Yeah. But like, you know, you, you see um, in Edie's room as well and she's got all the news clippings of mm. like, what happened. Is it in her room? I can't quite remember. No. Um, or is it maybe one. in the basement? I can't, I can't, I can't remember. remember. Um, and it's like, you know, even the newspaper said, like, a dragon killed my husband. It has a mm. picture of the slide and stuff like that. Um, but I also think that's interesting, interesting as well. It's, like, they never cleaned that up. They just left it how it was. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, same with the rooms. They don't touch anything after people have died. And the totem that fell in the, the totem, backyard. Like... All of the... Did you guys notice the chairs and all of the trees in the backyard? Yeah, oh my I did. God. That was... That was... Yeah. So, from when Gus died, they haven't even cleaned up that. No, yeah. all of... There's, there's dozens of chairs. Wow. Dozens okay. of shitty chairs just stuck in the trees. I feel like they, they just... That's such an interesting way of dealing with it, just like just to not leave it. I feel like mm. you know, um, like for example, when when my dog died, it's like you clean up everything because you don't want to be reminded of what happened. Yeah. Totally. Whereas in this way, it's like these reminders are everywhere, and the way they died as well, they're mm. just everywhere. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like in, there's a, there's a sense of comfort you get when there's a sense of moving on when yeah. like like when you clean up stuff and I think I think that's primi- primarily Edie's um, uh, choice um, because 
like I, I, I think this goes back to my idea that she, like, in turn, caused some of these in a way because she. Uh, what was it kept like sort of so present in mind with all these people that were growing up? Well, like there's a quote at the beginning of the game when you look at one of the wanted posters where um, Edith says, Edie was never optimistic, but she always believed Milton was alive. And I think that's Edith's read of Edie knowing that everyone's going to die. And that sense of optimism is maybe misread in the sense that Edie knew everyone was going to die, but still, like, you know, like, it, there was never, it was never pessimism. It was, like, she just kind of... It would happen. Yeah, like, like it, to her, that was just how she accepted all of this stuff. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, I pointed out before how many people Dawn saw die, but, yes. like, Edie was literally there for every single one of those yep. deaths that's covered in these things. Mm. Um, from Odin at the very start, right through, even, maybe even Odin's wife from where they came from. Yes. Um... Yeah, no, it's interesting. I've. Did you two notice um, there was this moment, I think, in Edie's room? There's the tapes on the television, and it said. Uh, Edith Jr. Edith Jr. And yeah. I was like, oh, I haven't been called Edith Jr. in a long, long time. I was like, oh, Edie is Edith. Yeah. Edith Sr. Yeah. And so that made me thinking about that while we were talking about the ending there. I was like, maybe. Edith is called Edith because of the the story of the night that she was born when Edie got to walk out to the house. Yeah. Whatever whatever Edie saw out there. That's interesting. I mean, like, and what was... There's a moment after Gregory... Well, in the, in the gymnasium room where Edith mentions what she was going to be called if, he, if she was a boy. What was that? It was another family weapon. Was yeah, it Gus? yeah like, uh, was it Gus? I, th- I think it might have been Gus. They were gonna... Gregory, Gregory. It wasn't Gregory because it was it, like it was it was after it was after Gus. Were you sure it was Gus? Except Dawn was there. Yeah. Oh no no no! You're right. No, it was Gus. It was Gus. It was Gus. Because okay. Dawn was there, and they said if 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 I was a boy, they would have named me Gus. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, there's a sense of. <sighs> Still not moving on. Well, no. Yeah, like, like, like almost a sense of repetition at that point. Like, you know, let's remember our families by kind of dedicating our future to our past. Hmm. You know, kind of... I mean, you know, like, that, it's not exactly uncommon for people to do that, but, like, it's it, it was odd because they all had such, you know, kind of awful circumstances of death. Hmm. Hmm. So the question is... Does the curse exist? I think it's it's said. Um, it's not said. I guess it's implied that the entire thing. It's like a lot of these deaths were left to um, not taking. Uh, not what's the word? Um, mistreatment. I guess not mistreatment, but like not paying attention enough. Negligence. Neg- yeah, negligence. Yeah. Um, like you know, Gregory in the bath, Gus mm. outside. Um, you know, like basically Sam as well too. Sam, just sort of like, being, oh, don't worry about the deer, it's fine. Yeah, and it's like, were, were these people just, you know, just not quite there properly? Mm. I guess. Um, it's true. The, uh, I've got a, I've got a quote written down here um, that either says at some point I don't remember where I've just got it written down. It says maybe we believed so much in the family curse we made it real. Yeah. Yeah. I still think you know, 
having that many people in the family die is a bit suspicious, but like totally, <laughs> totally in such a short amount of time. And I mean, yeah, there's something about the way Edie deals with it. She just keeps all these deaths prevalent. The house is out there in the water, a hundred meters away yeah. from where they're living. The train tracks are out there. Everyone's got a memorial in their room. Chairs in the trees. The totems down. The chairs in the trees. The dragon. The dragon in the in the front. From the from. It's 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 very strange. Do we know if the swing's still there? I mean, it's probably still there. The swing is, is still no, there. It's like it's, it's like hooked pop. up and okay. and a bit busted, but it's still there. Um. Edith, Edith used to swing on it. Right. Okay. If you if you go around the side of the house at the very beginning and look through the fence, okay, it says something about using it. Right. Um, I had another question. Mm-hmm. What was your favourite story mechanic or way to explain the death? So, like, Lewis's or Gregory's or... Mm. Lewis's is probably the most interesting mechanically. Who's your favourite, though? Yeah. Because I, I literally cannot choose between Gregory and Lewis's. Mm. I think for me it was Calvin's. Yeah? On the swing. I think getting that feeling of being on the swing and like I'm a lightweight on a swing you know for like ever since I've always been like even when I was five I was like no don't push me too much right I'm, I'm, I'm getting down I was like you know just swing on like a 10 degree angle um that, that's funny because I used to rock the swing I used to like if the metal bars weren't shaking I wasn't satisfied right so like if you didn't go up and then like had to like like yeah, when you know when you go far like enough and it like gets slack. slack? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I would do the thing where oh, like, no, l- l- like, like, like I wouldn't swing down. I would start dropping down. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And then go because oh fuck that. I used to like I used to want the the thrill. Yeah. And so I think during that mar- during that part, I'm like fuck yeah, this is great. I'm going <laughs> so high up. Yeah. No, for me, I was I was sort of filled with that same dread, and it really caught that feeling for me of like, oh. Oh god, and I think that's really special. And you're that they made did that. to do it as well, so yeah, you have yeah. to do this. And also, I know something terrible is about to happen, of yeah. course. Um, and then it kept going, and I was like, "Wow, this is thrilling and yeah. incredible! Like this, this is amazing." How they, how they put that that sensation in a game, and it's the same sensation as you're on a swing. Like mm. It, it, mm. it's very good. And it would only just be through the screen shake and yeah. the. Like just the feedback that they put in the in the visuals is incredible. Yeah. Um, I think that that has to be my the favorite. controls. Yeah, I think Sam's might be my favorite because mm-hmm. it was the so it was so much of a complete story of this character. Like this, like this man is it was an exploration. Yeah, like it, like it, you know, it was his own fault in a way. Like it, like it was, you know, it, like it wasn't caused by him, but it was still, like, like I don't, like it wasn't directly caused by him. Like he didn't specifically do something to himself that made it happen. It was his decisions which led to his death, mm. um, in a way which I thought was very. Interesting, and it's probably the only surprising death. Like, like I wasn't expecting yeah. that to happen. No, neither. Um, As it happened, I think I literally gasped. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, like the photo of um, him falling off the cliff and uh, Dawn reaching once out. Once again, once again, they kept that. Yes, they kept that photo, which is bringing it back yes. into keeping things. Like, I think the only death that felt out of place was Barbara. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Because, like, weird. Th- th- there's not a lot of really... You can't really read into it that much. It's Even the way they tell the story, I wasn't that in- enraptured no, and enraptured. Was I. Yeah. 
Like it, it felt the best very... part was smacking that egg chair. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> like that. Yeah, it, it, it felt. Like it felt like at one point they were going to take the game into a zanier direction, mm. and then they kind of just had this out of place. Part. Like I felt I like mean, it would have been better if it was the Bigfoot movie or something. It did. It did suit her though, you know, as, as an entertainer and in the entertainment. In yeah. Movies, oh yeah. Like comics and, and scary movies. It, and stuff. It, it just didn't fit with the rest of the family. I don't think no. So. Yeah. No. It only made sense with that last word about Edie wanting to. Edie, Edie remembering that Barbara wanted to be remembered. Yeah. So who the fuck makes a comic about an actual person dying? Yeah. <laughs> and tells this, it as this, a spooky story. This world is fucked, actually. Yes. Yeah, it's really What, what I found kind of strange is um, if they think that they have a curse, why wouldn't they just assume it's the house? Like, what? maybe the curse is the house, because they brought that house from... They brought it with them. They brought it with them. Well, Edie never wanted to leave. Yeah, even at but, the very end. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's no real rhyme or reason to it, because you can't say, oh, people who left the house died. And I was like, I mean, Sam did, and then he came back, and that was from, like, a deer. And... I guess Dawn left the house and still died. Yeah, but, like, then Edith came back. Well, like, and... Dawn, I think, dies very soon after. Yeah. Um, and Edith comes back and then dies also very, very soon after. Um, because she's already very pregnant throughout the game, mm. and then she dies in childbirth. Um, <laughs> Kerry's holding his heart. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think that the house... I mean, but, like, is it the house they built, or is it the house in the water, or is it just the combination is of it both? The family? Is yeah. it family? I mean, they still have the fireplace, so maybe it's, like, any part of the house. Mm. Mm, maybe. Um, I have another question. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any particular part that scared you? Like, I mean, it was creepy. Like I said the basement. It was creepy going to the basement. Like, there was a level of, you know, because the music was, like, really, like, ratcheted up in a way, which was, like, very, you know, kind of retro horror. Mm. Um, and, like, the music was very effective in that sequence. I think there were moments of dread. Dread... I think different though. D- different, yeah. I don't know that I was scared at any point. Not for Edith being actually there, and not. I mean, it's scared in the same way you were scared when playing Hellblade. Hellblade was more horror-y though. At some yeah, points, yeah, it was. I'm not saying that they're similar, but I mean, yeah, like, was no. there? Did anything get you that feeling? I, I don't think so. The only thing I got was like, I know something terrible is about to happen. Yeah. What is it going to be? Yeah, like it, it. I never thought it was apart from climbing the tree when Edith directly mentioned directly mentions she's pregnant, yeah. and later on she's climbing a rock wall. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then like you, you know, this is a fireman pole. He's like, yeah. Can you slide down the fireman pole. You can slide down the pole, and I'm like, what are you doing? Once again, that sort of ties into the fact that this whole family is just reckless. It is. Yeah, yeah they are very reckless. Like the house itself it, is reckless. It would be so rickety. Yeah. But you hear it moan and, and cry with the wind and stuff like yeah. that as well. Once I got up into Lewis's room, I was like, are we starting to sway a bit? Because I'm not all right with that. <laughs> like, Milton's room felt the most safe, which was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was very much like a... I guess a structure. Strong, yeah. Like, it, like, and it was like a very, like, pure place where there wasn't really... Was it because it was so white? Well, like that, but it was, it wasn't... It was like symmetrical as well. Yeah, like... like, <laughs> like building conventions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it also wasn't, like, sad. 
no. that room. Like, that was one of the few rooms which wasn't, like, defined by death. That's true. It was I very think, bright yeah, and very artistic. I think because... Probably because Edie didn't believe that Milton was dead. Mm. Um, so it was, was... She didn't make it feel like that. Yeah. yeah. It was full of Milton's art, not Edie's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. I don't know what else I can say there. I think that all my questions. All your questions? Carrie, do you have any questions? Have you remembered the ones um, you have forgotten? No, I think I think I think that's it. Pretty much it. Yeah. I, I don't have any questions. <laughs> Apart from, I would love to know what the end of the journal said before Dawn rips it out no, of your hands. No, me too. Too. Um, maybe it's going to be canon in their in their third game, which maybe. is you know their signed on deal with Tony, whatever. If that deal still exists, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I'm sure that I'm sure they've got a an idea of what their next game is going to probably. be. Probably, like if this one ties into one finished swan so directly, then yeah. And this one, I remember when because Giant Sparrow ha- have not existed for very long, and I remember when they announced Unfinished Swan, I was following it until it released, and I bought it um, on release. Um, I remember them kind of not really spending much time in between without them saying we're working on a new project and it's coming along really good and mm-hmm. they eventually like I, like initially it was just called Edith Finch mm. um, and then they changed the name and it's interesting that both of both the Giant Sparrow's games have got to do with birds mm. um, so, yeah. like and like throughout the whole house you see finches yeah. made out of paper and you yeah and you chase that bird when you're yeah. playing as Molly and, and they named the cat Molly did they? Ugh. I named their cat Molly. Right. Um, Once again. Why? <laughs> so I guess. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. Like I, I mean, I was just saying that. Yeah, I guess you know, um, James Perry's third game would probably be somewhat related to birds. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that is a safe bet. <laughs> the bin chicken. The, the, bin, the bin chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what remains of Ibis? <laughs> um, I also wanted to say before I forget that. Yeah. Um, did you guys look through the credits and notice there was only six women on that team? Oh no, I didn't. No. Yeah. Wow. How how large is the team? Because when they made they have... unfinished one, it it was maybe a ten person team. So so as you're looking through the photos, there was about two photos, but I noticed some other like, you know, feminine kind of sounding names. Mm-hmm. But in in that last photo, it says the Edith Finch team, and there's only one woman in that photo. Yeah, because right, okay. there's a lot of there's a lot of people in the credits, but I got the sense that some of them were more outsourced. Yeah. They weren't the necessary. They weren't necessarily they weren't the, the, the giant the sparrow team. team. So right, I think in that in that in that Edith. Finch team. There was only one woman, maybe about fifteen people. Right. Okay. Yeah. It looks like it looked about that, like yeah. between one and two dozen. Which is kind of disappointing. Yeah. Looking through the credits and seeing that, but that's you know. Yes. It is. is. One thing I did want to say. One thing I wanted. I I noticed at the start, and I I was I I loved whatever that jumper was that she was wearing. She Every had, time she reached out with those hands, I was like, I want that. They're, they're the gloves. They, they mentioned them a whole bunch that Edie knits her gloves every year. Yeah. Oh, so right. she's wearing the gloves still. They were gorgeous yeah. and I want them. What was that word you had earlier for cozy? Scrummy. Scrummy. Is that a scrummy jumper? It's a pretty scrummy jumper. Scrummy gloves. <laughs> scrummy, anyone? No. 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 Tweet us if you know what the word scrummy means. <laughs> um, okay, I think we could probably... Wrap it up from here. Yeah. Wrap it up. So right. that was what remains of Edith Finch. Yes. Um, I personally really, really, really enjoyed it. Would what, you... what, 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 what ratings would you give it? At, at two, uh, uh, two giant Sparrow games out of two. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> just... oh, no way. <laughs> this... um, it's so hard to compare, though. Like, I don't know. 
Um, like even comparing it to Unfinished Swan, it's a very different game. It's different. I think that's it, it stands out by itself as this different thing. I think like even comparing it to Gone Home, you can't really like no. Even comparing it to other walking sims, you can't really. I don't it, know. It explores death. Yeah. Mm. And in an industry with games that have entire mechanics and gameplay and genres based on killing other people, this game explores death like nothing I've ever seen before. Mm. This is one of these games that, like, I want to show to my mum to show her that games just aren't about killing people. Totally. Like, I'm... I was thinking that. Oh, I don't know. Just like I, I want to be able to, you know, explain to people that don't really understand games or only see games from the outside perspective. It's like this is what games can do. This is mm. what games can explore. And this is how they can make you feel. And this is how they can make you feel. Yeah. About people that you've never met, mm. you don't know much of. You've just seen their room, like. But through that, I think you kind of do meet them in a way, yeah, which is do. maybe more than some family members met each other throughout the story. Yeah. Um, or at least they until they discovered what they were like after they passed. Mm. Um, so I don't think you can rate it, to be honest. Yeah, stop rating it, Jeremy. Sorry. <laughs> I rate this game tears out of eyes. I rate this game good. <laughs> tears out of eyes. That's really good. <laughs> That's actually very good. Um <laughs> Yeah, okay. What, um, um, what's our next game? Our next game is Pyre. Pyre by Supergiant. Supergiant. Supergiant, makers of Bastion and Transistor. Yep. Um, as usual, we'll be trying to point out sales when it comes up on, on um, just throughout the next month. Yep. It's a bit of a longer game, and it's also a bit more of a gameplay-centric game. Like, a lot of these games we've done so far... Um, Tacoma. Tacoma. Hellblade. Um, Hellblade. Why don't we just play Edith Finch? Even Uncharted to an extent. I had a lot more gameplay in it, though. Um, yeah. They've been very narrative-focused, and I think this one does have very interesting story and very interesting themes, but um, it's not more than 50% of the game, yeah. I would mm. say. So um, put a bit more time aside for this one, dear listeners. Um, $20 US on Steam currently. Yeah, that's its full price. And yes. Stay tuned to at GameSpoilersPod on Twitter, and we'll yep. shout out when it has a sale. Where can you find this podcast? You can find this podcast on pretty much every single podcasting service, mm-hmm. uh, including Spotify and Stitcher and iTunes and Google Play. And, and if you have one that you use and we're not on it, let us know. Tweet um, me and I'll get on it within a very short amount of time. What yeah. is your Twitter? My Twitter is at obi one Jez. Obi-Wan, like the Star Wars character, Jez, like me. Jez, like me. <laughs> what is your Twitter, Kerry? Uh, my Twitter is at KJPalmer24. That may be changing in the near future. I have a branding issue. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, June, where can they find you? Mine is um, Jinez, so J-U-N underscore E-S-S. I need to also change mine because it's bad. Obi-Wan Jez is so good. I mean, but at least it's easy to remember. Mine has underscores and double letters. Right, okay, that's fair. You could say Junez, like me. Same way Jeremy <laughs> says everyone Jez, everyone like Star Wars and just like me. Um, yeah, so as always, you can follow us on Twitter uh, at GameSpoilersPod. You can email email us at GameSpoilersPod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We have a website, which is GameSpoilers.com. We have some other exciting things in the future, too, that I'm excited about. I think we're all excited about. Yeah, yeah. you all like websites? <laughs> you all like those websites? You all ever hear about... Good words. <laughs> Good words. Good um, words. And maybe even another podcast that's that's more casual. Yeah, so there'll be a website coming 
hopefully very soon um, to get that up and running. The podcast will probably move to that website. I don't think there should be any issues with where else you'll be finding it because that's it just comes from an RSS feed. Yeah, and if there are issues, we'll just keep it where it is because this is working. Yeah, totally. Um, and yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thanks, yes. Mom. Bye, Mom. Yeah, bye, Mom. <laughs> I haven't shown this to my mom yet, actually. That's the end of it.